You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 32 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike, and I am looking at one sexy, mohawked mother effer, Shane Diablo. What's up, man? Hi, hi, and hi, hi. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. That's it? That's all you're doing? I wanted to ask you, how is your football season just started? Oh, my gosh, dude. How is your... Brigham Young uh, Bobcats doing. Let me tell you something, okay? Let me tell you something about football season. And I was talking, you know, and, and uh, we won't turn this into the sports cast, but I want to say something real quick. I, I was talking to my dad today about it, and it's like, you know what? I obsess about it so much that it's like I get stressed out for it and whatever. But the game was last night. It turned out really well. I'm I'm right. I'm at one with the universe today, and I'm ready to do this. Should game. I be worried if the Bobcats lose? Yes, because uh, well, because you'll slap me more. No, or well, less. maybe, maybe, but but it's funny because you were saying that you were you say that because uh, apparently, and I didn't know this until very recently. It's uh, apparently there's a noticeable change in my mood uh-huh. and how I, you know, it, which is a problem. I mean, that's like some kind of neurosis, right? I mean, it's like I shouldn't let something that I can't control affect me so much, right? Well, that's true. I yeah, shouldn't. I, I shouldn't. Yeah. I, I should enjoy it. It's fun. It's a pastime. It's whatever. But I get all nervous and I get all stressed out and I get, you know, very. I mean, what what does what does Mike Cadaver do when the Bobcats lose? I mope or a little the, bit. the 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 Brigham Young Cougars. I I mope a little bit. Yeah. I mean, do I'm you, a little bummed. What does he do when he's leaving the stadium? Is he just going? Oh, you. F you, uh, you know, uh, whatever his name is, Michael McClarkenberg or whatever the, 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 the what is he, the, the, the quarterback? Are you just going, you linebacker assholes? Oh, do you get pissed off? That's what I'm asking. Um, well, let's just say there was a few screaming at the TV. There, there was a little bit of that. There was a little bit of, you gotta be kidding me type of stuff to the ref. There was some, he was wide out, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, oh, you know, whatever. But you know what? It happens every year. So I, mean, I don't know anything about football. I've never, I know you don't say I'm a rocker, lover, fighter, sex, sex. I was into sex and, you know, rock and roll and stuff. And right, I never, sure. I wasn't hanging at the football games, but I do play a sweet game of footsie balls. Mm. Ooh, that sounds a you know, nice. I'll tell you what. If Italian I started getting dinner, into, if I started getting into fine balls, young lady, I'd probably be a little bit more like stressed balls. out about it until it happens. I'll, I'll kick off my uh, mm. my uh, UGG here in a minute, and did, I'll. Uh, did you take I'll a uh, some footsie balls? Did you take a <laughs> uh, uh, lesson from last week's the uh, Frankenhooker and, and make sure to get the bunions off your feet and stuff like that, uh, dude? I don't. Have... I'll, I'll tell you what. That is that. Apparently, that's a big thing. I've got working hard, man. Sure. Life and sure. everything. But dude, I am totally manicured. I do really? not, I, 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 there's not that's a beautiful, bargain. there's not even athlete's foot. 
Whoa. I got nothing on this. You can smell my feet right now. When I when I do play footsie balls with sure. you under the table here, yeah, you're gonna feel extreme. Can I, can I smell my pleasure? balls too? I mean, will 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 that will that wonderful strawberry smelling foot odor of yours will that rub off on the? Oh yeah. What, what are we talking? Yeah, about? Yeah, you'll be able to take that home with you. Yeah. Ooh. You know, it's like a it's like the mint they leave on the hotel pillow. I when I play footsie balls with you, you know it. <laughs> Oh, I just hope it doesn't melt like the mint. I don't know what that means, but I'm a little either, feeling a little bit uncomfortable. And uh, yeah, we're disgusting. Let's go ahead and move on. Hey, uh, I just wanted to go ahead. We've had a you know a few extra people join the Facebook group. Just want to say hey, thanks. How's Welcome it going? And hello, and you know, don't, be, uh, don't the, be jerks. The only problem is, is one of those folks suggested that we do August Underground on the show, which I have not been able to make it past about five minutes into it. Really? It's, is it worse than uh, you and Johnny's? little favorite movie called slaughter oh vomit, vomit house. It, it it's it's a different but but it's how about this it's different but it's the same okay you know i mean it's it's about if you put it on the list we do it i put it on the list man i mean we do what the listener i mean that we yeah. if the listener says hey listen i want to hear your views on that what's like you know what we're gonna do it yeah of course it's in like episode 73 or something like that and here we are in episode 32 so. they're gonna have to just sit and take it yeah and i'm and i yeah you know that happens plus we'll get there everybody's I, got everyone's going why you know <laughs> when are you gonna do that uh y&t album or whatever it's like uh, exactly. we'll get there we'll get there Listen, like I said, I mean, we're, I, I don't remember what, but I mean, 8,500, 8,500, and then we're out though. So then we're done. So hope, so hopefully get your, get your suggestions in before 8,500 and we're good to go. Right. But there you go. I just want to say thanks. And anybody who has, who's listening to this, who hasn't joined the Facebook group, uh, go to corpsecast.com or corpsecollective.com and you'll see a little Facebook icon on the site. Click that and you'll go right to our site or yeah. right to the Facebook page. Sign up. It's fun. There's Even those a, silent angels out there. There are. And I would just like them to sign up just so I can hunt them down and go, <laughs> hi, I know you're not going to post and you're not going to call and you're not going to do this, but, but you're here in the group and I'm saying hi. In essence, you. you can say, you complete me exactly and that and that's what it's all about it makes me feel good i have something to bring up okay it is now the fall you mentioned that uh, football starts up and yeah. uh you know that you know a lot of great things like i talked about last week go along with uh with the fall coming and one thing that's becoming a fall tradition is um brian from hammockus does a little film festival oh yeah called the demon chaser film challenge i just want i just want to mention this real quick just say hey uh, basically what you do is you sign up, you make your, you know, your six minute movie or your eight minute movie or whatever it is, and you send it in and they get it screened and stuff like that. Yeah. A couple of things. First of all, I want to make sure everybody who's out there who is interested in doing something like this, uh, go to demonchaserfilmchallenge.com. You have all the rules there in, in, in whatever. Secondly, Brian is, has told me that if we did a movie, that right. we wouldn't have to. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that. But basically, he's 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 uh, he's inviting me to make it. a movie. Yes, well, it'll man. be the star of the movie if we make one. Well, it'll it, be the star. And let me tell you something. Shane just brought up a nice little a nice I, little story. And I've listen, got a movie idea. I'm wondering if there's anybody. First of all, if we should do it. If there's anybody who would help us out that's in the area and whatnot. Yeah, that might be something fun to do. You know, just kind of a you know maybe on a weekend or something like that. Just how out. long are these movies for the Demon Chaser? Uh, six challenge. minutes, like basically. Six, six, you know, and so it's like yeah. you know we put something together. It's a six minute movie. We take a maybe a Saturday and a Sunday to film it, and um, you know, and that's it. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, so we get to hang out, we get to, you know, and, and, uh, maybe we'll have a little barbecue, stuff like that. If you guys are, if you guys want to do it, let's do it. If not, I understand because I'll tell you what, last year I had it all planned out. I was going to do it. I know. I was going to be the guy that flipped the bird. Yeah. You were going to be the guy that flips the bird. That was even pre corpse cast time, man. That was pre corpse cast because it was you and Sam that were going to do the movie. Yeah. You called me going, Hey, do you want to be a guy that we almost hit with a car and you flip the bird? <laughs> sure. And that's, and that was your big moment, man. That was going to be my shining light. But one thing fell apart after another, and, and we just ended up not being able to do it. But I don't know. It sounds fun. I mean, it sounds fun to be able to, you know, we'll see. I mean, yeah. what do you think? If nothing else, go check it out. Anybody who's out there, you don't have to be here in Salt Lake City. You can go ahead and make a movie. And uh, I do have it on good authority that maybe some of these films will be will will live on past just the screening in that night, and I can't give any details out quite yet, uh, quite frankly, because I haven't talked to uh, Brian about it yet. Right. But uh, no, I'm. I, uh, I, so what's the website again? DemonChaserFilmChallenge.com. And you can anyone can make a six minute film. It doesn't matter anybody whether you are a seasoned professional or you are some a hole like me who thinks it'd be fun to do it on a weekend. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I love to make little videos. Sure. I mean, and we could, you know, whatever. You know, and I, I just wanted to mention that. Any interest, let us know or, or let Brian know. Go to the, go to the website and whatnot. Yeah. Um, anyway, but that's, uh, but that's all we got, I think. To Should begin. we mention oh, sure. the voicemail, the VM thing? Okay. Why don't you go ahead and, uh, and let everybody in on that secret? We are going to put them back at the beginning because it just feels right. It, feel- it just feels right. Well, and it's, you know, like I said, I could do it either way, but I've been noticing that, that I kind of have a little drop off, you know, as far as enthusiasm after the movie's done, we get, we get the band, we get the movie done. And I'm like, yeah, oh, okay, good. I've done my duty, you know? Yeah. And so, but no, let's, let's move it up. I think this is a great interactive. Back thing. to normal, baby. Back to normal, we, everybody. Listen, We're, nobody can ever sit here and tell us that we are not trying new the things. The only way you can learn to do the windmill. Yep. The breakdance move, well, the windmill. You didn't have to describe it further. Uh, well, I know, I you know, but was. I'm okay. just, I'm doing it for the layman out there that doesn't oh. know about breakdance. Okay. Is to try it. Yeah. So we did it. It, it might not appeal. It might not be in your repertoire mm-hmm. of breakdance moves, mm-hmm. but you got to try it to go, can I fit this in or not? You know, and the thing is, is we kind of got, I don't know, maybe a pretty, we had people on both sides of the fence, but yeah. I mean, it, when all is said and done, it's, it's about, um, you know, making the, the show better and, and I, this is just how we feel. So we're, yeah, it just, it feels, it feels so right. So that's what we're going to do right now. We're in fact, I'm going to go ahead. Let, let me mention the question of the episode of okay. what it was last week. And then uh, we'll go right into voicemails. What do you say? Delicious. Okay, going along with the Frankenhooker theme, the movie that we did last week, uh, the question of the episode was pick five horror vixens to create your perfect Frankenvixen. Not your Frankenhooker, because those women out there deserve better than to be called a whore. Okay, people? Yeah. A Frankenvixen. We, I, I'm very specific about this. I hope it didn't get too gnarly or misogynistic, but I doubt that, uh, that, that, that's uh, going to matter in I, about I don't, five minutes. Exactly. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and uh, start with those voicemails? Good. All right. Here we go with the voicemails. I just wanted to mention one thing too. Uh-huh. Is it, remember how last week we had some technical difficulties with some voicemails? Right. So we're going to be playing those too as well. So, okay. okay so there you go. So, uh, Aaron, this, this is actually Aaron's from, uh, last week. We'll, oh. we'll start off with that. 
Oh gosh, it's Ellen. Yeah. This is the episode for 31. <laughs> Die! Remember how this fucking question goes. You guys are confusing the hell out of me. That's this not is hard. not my question. This is good for like 35 year old failed screenwriters who Easy. want to dissect movies all day and find all these hidden meanings and shit. I can't do that's that. That's right. Your I'm mom didn't have a problem with it. From being legally retarded. Ooh, so, sure, that's American Psycho. That movie confuses the hell out of me. Argento movies, all those WAP movies fucking confuse the hell out of me. What the fuck was up with the house by the cemetery? Oh, I loved it. it. Loved it. Fucking Italians are screwing me over here. Shining, that movie confuses the hell out of me. We're doing the Shining on the show eventually. I'm still confused, so. I'm damn. God damn you, Mike, with all these fucking book learning questions. Sorry. I never had no college. Shane, you read books. You might add a part in us. I'll throw you under the bus, too. Okay, now that that's out of the way, my brain stopped starting. So, last episode, uh, we talked about Nazis. Nazis? bullshit. I thought there would have been some huge stir, some huge hubbub from last week's question of the episode. The way you described the episode on the, the Corpse Collective site, I thought there was going to be a huge spiel. No! Like you're German. Nothing happened there. There's nope. a lot of Polish people on the <laughs> Facebook group. Nothing happened there. Shane, you're blonde blue. Nothing happened there. We all, the we hell? love each other. Nobody Brown got thrown blue. under the bus. No anti-defamation league calls came into your bone phone. Uh, talking about Hitler, you guys, uh, you guys are monsters. Hey, you. <laughs> you were talking about last week how your descendants are Vikings. Indeed. Same here. Yes. As my mother is, uh, her name is Norwegian. Yes. Yeah, but so you don't Hitler count anymore because you're Canadian. Half of me, the Ouija side. I don't know. Honestly, I did, uh, Nazi. That one coming. Oh! <laughs> um, the closest thing to that was Vaughn's voicemail. That was the funniest fucking voicemail. Yeah. Vaughn, you magnificently bearded bastard. And, and yes, congratulations to Vaughn. Mustache. He had a baby. baby. I had a Hitler mustache for a short period of time. An hour. I got like ten steps out of my house, and someone threw a bagel at me. Hey, Nazis! Two jokes. Holla! One thing. I'm gonna stop being dumb for a minute. Oh, I this bet. This is serious. Uh, that hard to I bite. have some sort of sad news for you guys. Oh shit! Kane Hodder is a juggalo. There. What? Threw that out there. I'm sorry. I'm sure we're you all sure saddened he's just not by the. I can see that he always wears them goddamn gloves, dude. That's because Whoever he's sent all the burned anonymous up. email that he's you guys need to be hands. nicer to the. He's callers. got burned half a body. That's true, man. You need to calm down on Why the Canada joke. character? Every podcast I've ever listened to, I've never once mentioned America, but everyone gives me shit about being from Canada. Yeah, God I already bless did. Bless you for making fun of Canada. I already did. That way, when someone listens to the podcast, a new person, they'll <laughs> know that you're American. Thank Listen, you for making fun of Canada. We fear what we don't understand. Area, and Canadians, fucking, for hell's uh, sakes, we don't understand you, mother effers. Man, Mike, you got to hire somebody, or maybe Shane could be your publicist or something, <laughs> because after the end of my voicemail, you said, don't worry, I'm not going to sell anybody out. Then you told the story about you talking to your brother-in-law and him tasting his own load. <laughs> you totally threw him under the bus. You got him to admit something. He'll never hear that. Him for it, so He'll never hear this. That's not really true. pattern here. Seriously, this is an intervention. You need to stop throwing people under the bus. Holy hell. It's so funny, I was though. There. I saw everything. It was It's so funny to throw it people under the bus. When you literally threw Cliff Burton under the bus. Oh, and he was oh crushed too to soon. Too soon, brother. Daniel, you got to be really cautious around Mike because every time you tell a under the bus story, I have this fucking mental image you driving drunk, Mike, and then the cops pulled over and Shane sleeping in the passenger seat and you move him over to the driver's seat. <laughs> Absolutely, I can see that. that. And then it's Labor Day too. Dude, be careful! Like giving away my whole fucking spiel that 
I'm jacking off to the podcast. I happens. Loads, bitch. It happens. I've uh, not fat to your podcast, but with your podcast. So oh. I want to watch The Prawns, but I've got a new <laughs> podcast to listen to, a new episode. So what do I do? i got to get both. two birds stoned at once. I'm throwing both of you guys under the bus. Your voices have both been present in the room as I'm fapping. There you go. Oh. I'm going to leave on a high note with that, that one. Try not to throw anyone under the bus my before my voicemail time. ends. I, I think that's it. You guys kick ass. Love you. Boy. <laughs> well, did, did he throw? Did he throw a little bit of uh, echo on that? Yeah, on that final. He, he's he's like yeah, he's uh, a professional Ethel voicemailer. <laughs> Just leaving us with a little sound of uh, sound of the gardens or oh, sound of the hills. That's beautiful. You know what's great? You know what's great about uh, Aaron and him sending that in? Right. Is it? I I on purpose. I put the one that he called in for this episode at the end. So we're gonna basically the voicemails are gonna be an Aaron sandwich. Oh, I, I just enjoy the f out of all of his voicemails so yeah. so much. And right now, um, he's probably jerking off, which is fine. Which that's, is fine. That's all it's right. Okay, it's you can okay. fap to me all you want. Um, but uh, uh, well, that may be gross, but it's not as if it's as gross as uh, Gracie's Poppy uh, posting all of his uh, weird uh, habits to the Facebook group. But whatever, let's go ahead and move on. Okay, okay. I'm, not, I'm not throwing him under the bus for being a pedophile, but whatever. Alan, what? Okay. All right. Mike, Shane, how's it going? Get it out. The Franken-Vixen thing, whatever. Mike, oh, yeah. said, keep it classy, so I got my pinky up. More or less. <laughs> Anything you do, as long as you got your pinky up, it's classy. That's a great point. Anyway, yep. I think I would have to go with, uh, ah, crap, Kate Beckinsale's legs. Ooh. Anna Fauci from Cemetery Man's Torso. Oh, my gosh. Dude, mm. we're similar. Megan Fox's head. Ooh, yeah, Shane loves but, that, uh, as we know with the Rotten Randings. I don't know whose brain, but Megan Fox is in the Who cares about a brain? It's a girl, right? What? Not really sure whose brain I'd replace it with, but, yeah. There's my, uh, <laughs> Please uh, replace brains brain. involved in this? One, no. That was just torsos. So, okay, so that was so in and out real quick that he called back, because apparently he remembered something. Mike, Shane, I figured out whose brain I'd use. <laughs> um, Sasha Gray's. She's mostly done porn. Oh. I know she's done at least uh, one horror flick. It's called Smash Cut. Oh, I haven't seen and it. And she doesn't seem like an idiot. I don't. Yeah. I don't watch Her porn, brain, so I don't know who that Fox's is. Megan Fox's head, Anna Felch's torso, okay. and Kate Beckinsale's leg. Yeah, you know, they, he's, he's uh, put some thought into it, man. Yeah. Anyway, I only chose four chicks because I figure. By the way, thanks for saying Frank and Vixen. and stuff. All them parts together might not be so hot once you yeah. get them all together. Ooh, you anyway, need to watch Frankenhooker because it, it turns one. out perfectly, Alan. Yeah, dude, there you go. That Ooh. that's the question number one. I mean that that's the first question of the episode answered. Uh, we have uh, the next voicemail who I've actually previewed and I actually wrote oh down some notes. Oh my god! I because Chris, yes. Chris Morrissey of Utah called in, and I feel like I kind of have to to. I you got to retort. No, well, I just have to like save my honor. I mean, I have to like, I, like I'm a man that will fight for my own honor. Okay, all right. Well, but, if you don't fight for it, who will? Good point. Here he is. Mike and Shane, you sexy motherfuckers. <laughs> How you doing? All right, again, you got me wrong. I'm not saying the murder dolls are better than King Diamond. Okay. I'm not saying anything about lyrical content. Anything. I was talking about annoying voices. Both of them annoy me. I'm gonna. Leave yeah, it at that. It, but, just, uh, annoys, it just annoys them. Going to your conversation about music in this last podcast, I had to comment, chime in. Mike said something about 
what was it, something about uh, there's not room enough for hair metal with the new grunge scene. Well, it makes Once sense, right? Nirvana came on and alternative or whatever. There wasn't, wondering why there wasn't room for shitty hair metal. Easy. And said something about babes in Toyland. Um, the Riot Girl scene from that um, era was awesome. L7 babes in Toyland was great. great. Saw them live. Oh, L7, yeah. some great Dead fucking bands came from the Riot Girl. Sure. I just don't like babes um, in Toyland. Explosion. You're wrong there. And it's not that there wasn't room for <laughs> shitty hair metal. It's that it was fake corporate plastic music, and then Nirvana I, brought some light on the like people who were personally. making real music with real soul. Um, she's my cherry pie. I love it. What the fuck is that? I love Bullshit. it. It's good. And, and everything in that time You're saying was saying Jenny Lane didn't have heart? Surface fucking bullshit. Now. There was nothing underneath oh, no it. No way. So it was refreshing God. to hear some real angst for really? a change. Which, of course, was quickly watered down by the corporate powers that be, and you ended up with crap like the Presidency of the United States and Creed. So, I mean, that whole thing was pretty short-lived, but it did bring a lot of good shit up, you know? Sure. But that's the thing. Warrant and Jackal and Slaughter were the watered-down, shitty, weak branches of a tree that had solid roots, like... ACDC and the Scorpions and Iron Maiden. He speaks the truth. So, yeah, that's I mean, it did true. need to go. I still love I it anyway. I didn't come from what you call metal, which I Easy. don't consider metal. I still like the big four. On the mellow side, I was jamming out to the Cure, the Smiths, Depeche Mode, Ride, Shoegazer stuff. And then on the heavy side, I was listening to Ministry, Nine Inch Nails, KMFDM, Fugazi, Skinny Puppy, and extreme heavy stuff like Morbid Angel. Scary shit, talking about real shit, challenging religious authority and social norms with something real to say. So to me, the bubblegum hair metal was garbage and needed to be eradicated like a cockroach infestation. When I saw the Smells Like Teen Spirit video for the first time, I was blown away. I was like, holy shit, finally there's something worth listening to on the radio. Sure. And, of course, they played the fucking song 400,000 times and I don't ever <laughs> want to hear it again right. at this point, but... At that time, it was awesome. Then you had Alice in Chains and Soundgarden developing, Ooh, coming into their own, the surfacing of Tool. Their first couple albums were amazing. They brought darkness into the light, and the creep, the, those creepy claymation videos they had, and it Absolutely. didn't even show their faces yeah. in the video, which I thought was awesome, because it wasn't about being a celebrity and a big rock star. It was about making some incredible art and... And, and trying to say something, make something beautiful and dark and scary, and it was awesome where the warrant and that shit was just, it was surface bullshit that you, dentist office music with he a fucking, it. with a lot of cock he in it. hates it. I like cock uh, too. You know, you can all hate me and dance on Nobody my godless hates grave, you. Nobody but hates you. I'm glad that the hair metal is gone. It had its day, and its day was way too long, if you ask me, and I hope it never returns. So choke on that, motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> even if your taste wow. in music is questionable, guys, I still love you, Aww. and I will look forward to hearing the next uh, rebuttal in this argument, so keep it real! <laughs> ah, fuck, go fuck yourselves. Okay, here here's my quote-unquote rebuttal. Your retort. No, it, it's a retort. I don't disagree with anything that he just said. Absolutely, I don't disagree with anything he said for, except for Babes and Toyland. I never, I never, I thought those, I hated them all the time. But, right. No, I absolutely... 
totally agree with you. In fact, being the age that I am and, you know, being in high school when, when the whole Nirvana thing broke and, and blah, blah, blah. You're absolutely right, dude. I, I mean, I, I saw that and, you know, being the young man that I was, I bought into it. I loved it. And listen, oh, don't get me wrong. A lot of awesome music came out of that. Alice in Chains is still in my top five favorite bands of all time. I like sure. the Soundgarden. I like the Mud Honey. I like the Screaming Trees, you know, all, all those guys. I, I loved it and I still listen to it to this day. Right. My, I guess what I'm, I guess the reason that I mentioned it, um, a couple things. I'm going to go ahead and say when the age I was, I was old enough to catch the, 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 the kind of the last, you know, the watered down hair metal type of shit. Sure. Thing. Yeah. You know, the late eighties stuff, the early nineties stuff, because before that, I mean, I was, I was young and I was into like Huey Lewis and the news, which by the way, I still love to this day. Uh, yeah. Huey Lewis, Genesis, you know, with Phil Collins, you know, and all that stuff. I loved it. You know, and I even went, you know, eventually I even went through like a real classic rock, um, you know, uh, type of thing with Jethro Tull and Pink Floyd, you know, and Led Zeppelin and all that stuff too. But the reason that I mention how much I love hair metal today is because me, the 36 year old Mike, right, looks back. I mean, I, I still listen to Alice in Chains and I still listen to a lot of those guys, but I still go back and I listen to that hair metal and sure. it's, to me, it's so much fun. And right now I need something different out of music than I needed back Sometimes then. Sometimes that stuff just fits the moment. I mean, and it is a catalog. It's like a a photo album. Absolutely. And you go, I remember where I was at, what I was doing when this was good. You know, dude, there was this little time and place. I totally agree with the watered down and it was, it was empty of thought. It was just, she's my cherry pie. Right, exactly. You know, it's, it's not, there's no substance there. No. It's fun times. I was a young kid and I was macking on chicks because that's what you called it back then. You macked. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they still do that now. But, you and, know, and I agree with that where it's like when Nirvana came in, we were so soaked in that. Yes. Come on, come on, dad. You know, it was sure. all this like shocky. Like, like you said, watered down stuff. And then you hear, well, I'm from Seattle. I got a lumberjack shirt on and I'm past. All of a sudden, anybody, I mean, just like the hair metal. Alice in Chains. Yeah. But, but then you started to get Silver Chair and you started to get all those bands like that. I mean, he mentioned this. So he knows what he's talking about. And listen, I'm not trying to say that that wasn't good and that wasn't needed. It happens with every style of music. Even the Alice in Chains and everything else at the end of it. Yeah. You got, Horrible grunge. Just think how bad it would have gotten because, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, I mean, I even consider Tesla more of a, like a rock band. But, but then, but even, you know, you, I mean, that's, I've been listening to a lot of Tesla lately too. Yeah. Because that's just, I mean, that's what I want out of music now as opposed to 16, 17 year old Mike who was like, Oh my gosh, this is real. See, I'll I don't tell even, you what, when I, I don't even put Tesla in the same category as the shocky 80s uh, stuff. Well, I, ca- I kind of, I put, thought they, they maybe. were, they they were outside. They were right outside the door. Of that they I, had the I put bands too, like I put bands. I mean I I mean even here's the thing. I guess hair metal may not be the best word for it, but back then before Facebook, before Spotify, or sorry, before YouTube, before Spotify, before all that, we had the radio. We had uh, Headbangers Ball. We had MTV. Okay, and so you know, being the being the nice young suburbanite that I was, it's like I didn't. I mean, and I got metal magazines and I checked those out. And you know, I would check out bands. Uh, you know, like Slay 
Slayer and stuff that didn't go on, you know, and Metallica back in the day. Right. But the thing is, is it's like, you know, now it's like I love going back and listening to, you know, a lot of stuff that I missed. For instance, Lizzie Borden. Yeah. That stuff may have been just before my time, you know, right. just sure. barely before my time. I'm going back. I love the thing. Basically, in my mind, we traded, um, and, and I don't care what you say about uh, hair metal, whatever, but, but like, for instance, Poison, those, like, what was that guy's name that could, the, that was the guitarist on that? CC DeVille. CC DeVille. That guy could shred, man. Yeah. We basically traded shredding and, st- and guys who had like a four octave, uh, range to fuzz and kind of scream, which, which was fine. Listen. Like I said, I was with you. Those first two albums, especially on Tool, I kind of lost interest in them. I saw him at the E Center, and he did like a forty-five minute thing where he stood in the back. And, there and a- you know, I I fell asleep at a Tool concert. Yeah, and, and I literally fell asleep in my seat. It's just it's just the progression. It's just the way life progresses. But right now, I did like being their the first two or three. Well, oh, dude, when it, I first music, saw music well, takes its time, well, and, and, well, and and he's not disputing that. And he yeah. knows that. But the, I mean, when I saw Sober, it blew me the f away, oh, dude. Yeah. It, you know, and the, and that's fine. It's just that right now, me as you know, it, you know, I'm I'm not as angry as I used to be, maybe, and maybe I'm not a good music critic because of this. Um, you know, I I go back and I listen to all those quote unquote hair metal, but then again, I throw ACDC into kind of that and the Scorpions and you know and all that stuff. It was basically like a, like my point was is that we didn't have all this Spotify stuff. We you know we didn't have as much access to it. Uh, I had K Bear 101, you know, and I had Rock yeah. 103. And- They're gonna play. What they're gonna play. And that, and that, that, I mean, uh, outside of that, it was tough for me up in Farmington, man. I mean, we had most of the guys in my neighborhood were listening to Vanilla Ice and, and Young MC and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, which is, you know, it, it had its time, it's had its place. But. Let me say something real quick about sure. L7. Go ahead. All female grunge metal fucking band, Andre and shit. Yeah. You have all my respect when you're fairly hot looking and you can pull a bloody tampon out of your pussy and throw it in the crowd listen and go eat my ass you pig i dude i saw them at liquid joe's Uh and they're like they're like truck drivers dude they're going we're looking for dick tonight and i'm like there's no fucking way i'm getting in that van there's no way i'm getting in that tour bus scary they will skin me alive They're music like, music should be scary there's, there's a time and place for scary music and listen i had but they were bad i had l i had like two, i think i only had a couple of l7 albums i did buy that babes in toyland album i still regret to this day but all i'm saying is is you're right yeah i mean i don't disagree with anything you said except for the babes in toyland thing but where my head is right now that's how it is so yeah there you go take I mean, it you know take it for what it is it's like uh, you know yeah. You kidding me? I even got flannel shirts. I even wore flannel shirts because, you know, I was part of the problem though back then because by the time it made its way to, you know, to uh, Davis County here in, in Utah, it's, you know, it, it's probably our, I mean, yeah, we, we got the, we got the, the, the you know, the, De- debut of Nirvana and we got Pearl Jam 10 right when that came out and I was blown away. But, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, it, it just, it, was, it I guess it was basically that's all it was to. It's it was a snapshot of where you were at, exactly. at the time. And that, because I listen to stuff where I go, you know, I enjoy this. 
a lot because here's where I was at. Yeah. I got a love for a Danzig album that I love because my mindset and where I was growing up and where, where I was at and the shit I had to deal right. with. I was like, this means something to me. And right now in my 36 year old brain, you know, life, you know, you go out, you go to work, you're raising a family, you're, you know, your kids, you're, you know, you're supporting a family, stuff like that. It's like, I don't know. I don't need that angsty stuff. I understand it's awesome art, but I just choose not to listen to it as much anymore. I, you know, the good stuff, but not as much as I used to. I don't know. Sure. Am I an idiot? Whatever. I don't care if I am. Well, you're an idiot, but we love you anyways. <laughs> Here's GP. Hey, guys, GP. Um, GP, First, I just want to thank Vaughn for the love last week. <laughs> and i also like to thank him and Holly for improving the gene pool of New Jersey. Yes. Congratulations, <laughs> brother. Way to go. Had a baby. Um, uh, I'm not going to get into everything I wanted to talk about. It's been a bad week for me, and it's going to get even worse before the week's over. Yeah, you need um, to stay out of jail, brother. I do want to say something about the uh, about you guys being afraid of spoiling movies. Get yes. over it. I mean, no. uh, how how can you spoil movies that are 20 years old? Because people uh, haven't heard of them. See, he's being that's conviction. Facebook. I got to pause it. That's but, conviction. I am agreeing with no, him. Well, here's the thing: a lot of these movies I've never seen before. Well, I've never seen them too. So why can't we tell? What? <laughs> well, the thing is, is okay. I'm you know we do. I I don't think we do a lot Did of. You he's pumping up on the microphone. Yeah, he's like sitting up in his seat, going, "They're 20 years old." Yeah, the thing is, though, is I would I just like it. I don't want all these 20 year old movies spoiled for me. And you know what? I enjoy the golden rule. I do unto others as I would have them do unto me. All right. Well, we we rape them pretty good, don't we? Well, I like to get raped, and I like to get kicked in the balls. In fact, I've been kicked in the balls for a while. So maybe after with your beautiful mm-hmm. strawberry smelling feet, after mm-hmm. your caress, I'll you do can that. kick. All right, awesome. I'd love to kick you in the balls. That someone who saw Jaws for the first time, saw The Exorcist for the yeah, first exactly. time, all those other stuff for the first time. Really? Do you not know what's going to happen? Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. It, it's uh, not about that. I'm not busting you guys. You know. Enjoy, um, but you gotta stop being such a pussy about it. What? I, I've, I've seen about movies it? five times over. I don't forget each and every time that I, you know, what happens when I've well, seen. Good them. for you. you know, good for I you. Enjoy. You know what? I'm glad that you um, feel like that you're awesome. If it's the first time you see it, all right. Maybe say you know if you don't want to hear it, then just like skip ahead or whatever or what. I mean, just get over it. Why, why should the rest of us have to suffer? Get over just because it because you're a ponce. Wait. Well, I don't even really know <sighs> right. where this is coming from because um, I don't. Do we do that a lot? And I'm not going to get into this week's question episode because you know I'm I'm afraid that Mike's going to yell at me. Well, yeah, because he's going to be like, uh, I like this 17 uh, year old girl I'm, I'm and this 15 year old girl. I'm, I'm being a little bit too pervy. And for the feet, I like a 17 year old. There's nothing wrong with 17 year old girls. Um, well, let the guy be a guy, you know. Other than I mean, the American government it's age, it's important to me. <laughs> it says they're I, not. Good. I want to say if I if I post something that you know I want to make my wife. Uh, Show me her oh. boobies. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, why not? Yeah, but that's and great for you. I don't give a shit. I don't page. want to hear about your sex and I got life. Family looking at that stuff. They they won't. They won't understand. Oh, uh, you know, I, I, like I heard brothers and sisters. They would actually, you know, you got it all wrong, this crap. You got it all wrong, brother. Yeah, you know? I mean, besides, what we were watching, Frank and Hooker. Yes. All right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but it's uh, impersonal. It's lowbrow. You make it all weird. Uh, my wife comes in while I'm watching. Uh, she talks. Uh, she hey, I just watched this cool movie. A uh, good movie. It's a uh, The Help about uh, the civil rights movement. Oh, that's a great. And, that is actually and, a great movie. You know, African American serve. Uh, you know, service and all that. I'm like, yeah, that's great, baby. I'm watching Frankenhooker. <laughs> she just looks at me. You suck and walk away. Yeah. So. Uh, that's- <laughs> 
That's the way it's supposed to be. It's my thing. It's a yeah, that's your thing. It's nah, weird. That's all. I'm not telling you to hooker, stop it. it I just think the it's first weird. time I've seen it, and yeah, it's fabulous. I it's love great, it. It's it, it just, I mean, Purple look at where nipple. it took me in my life in the past couple of weeks. So, <laughs> all right, you know, I'm gonna go now. I'm tired. And I got a long three days ahead of me. So, oh, I still love sure. you guys, even though I skip you out. <laughs> Bye. Awesome. Dude. Hey, you don't skip me out. You listen. It's just, you listen. You don't. You don't freak me. You don't jive me out. You don't. You don't. You don't pork me out. You know. You don't. <laughs> you don't toot do- me out. <laughs> do none of that. He's gonna define. You're right on the money. You got to define all those terms and what exactly they mean on the Facebook group. So do that for us. Will yeah, you? I will. Jake the Snake called in. And by the way, this is another one where we screwed Jake the Snake last voicemail. So we got two in a row from him. One from last week. One from this week. So here we go. I can change. Oh, well, this is the one where he's half hammered. In case you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, we know. Okay, tonight you cannot blame the robot custom. Tonight. <laughs> Who's now you? You no. can blame it on the... What the? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's partying, dude. Great. <laughs> and this, was, this may be my most unintelligible voicemail yet. <laughs> I apologize in advance. Let's get on with it. Oh, so <laughs> you got uh, the question of the week about ambiguous endings. Indeed. Okay, though. And it's like uh, okay, cool mode or something. Ambiguous endings. Getting oh blow job wise. Was movie New uh, Holland? He, he, he's fapping to Aaron's voicemail right now. Lunch. This was a very good movie. Oh yeah, you know, Naked because one thing it featured a very hot lesbian scene with a. <laughs> oh fuck! What is her name? Oh yeah, Jake. The chick from the ring. Dude, yeah. look at him. He's out of his mind. <laughs> I can't remember it now. Sorry. Oh, uh, it's it fucking lame. Oh uh, yeah, that. But oh. God, the ending to that movie is just so like, wow. Well, the whole movie was wow. Because, you know, David Lynch's like, movie is usually our story. Wow. Yeah. But, oh, this was hot. Dude, he, he smoked some marijuana cigs, too. At this one on line, you know, after I watched the movie, oh my God, this has been for. Ever since I watched this movie, what? I think I last watched this movie when I was like in high school, or so like maybe in my uh, junior year of high school. I watched it. I wanna say probably so. <laughs> you know, after I watched, I went ask about the ending, and you know, it what? was just somebody like responded to me saying, "Yo, I mean, those my two dumps. girls were like." Lovers, you know, and they got they were loving a memory loss or something. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Jake's, guys. I mean, Jake's starting to I mean, trail off. He's start- a very good question. And I was trying to think forever and ever about this, and I'm I, I'm calling last minute on your <laughs> show, and oh, you know, I'm just oh, I'm just a little messed up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. You know what we're going to do? Let, let's go ahead and move to his next one. He's trailing, oh, yeah, yeah, off. Yeah. He's trailing off. Here, Here's his next Mike one. and Chang is Jake the Snake. Oh, he seems like a lot better shape. Uh, and if you've heard the last voice oh, already, yeah. very sober. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, okay. Do you He's going to apologize. Well, great last episode. Thanks, man. Pretty good album. I've heard of Lizzie Warren, but never heard of them. Visualize. I mean, never listened to them. I mean, accept that one song, Me Against the World. Sure. And let me just say, I cannot wait for you guys to talk about Black Roses. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. And uh, Frankenhooker. Oh, shit. That's such a great movie. Yeah. I mean, we give it a bone saw, right? I give it a about bones. it. I give it. Did I? I, I can't think of, I can't think of I a thing not to love about that movie. Okay, so for the question of the episode, my Franken Vixen. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I had a lot more oh. thing about this one. And he's <laughs> not even drunk. Uh, no, leave the Carl impressions to uh, uh, Johnny Krug. <laughs> so um, okay, my Franken Vixen. So first of all, <laughs> there would be the head. Oh. Uh, I had a tough. Time with this one, there were and three women. Came down to Christina Scabia, the Ooh, lead, from... well, one of the lead singers of oh. Lacuna Coil, one of my oh. favorite bands. And Mike, I saw I know them live. She looks rough said up you close. Just think Lacuna Coil's okay sometime before past episode, which I think is wrong, but whatever. <laughs> but Mike, you cannot deny that that woman is not ugly. At all. I would have agreed Schwing. with you if I had never seen her in real life. But what else? Swing. He gave us the Wayne's world. Swing. Body. Oh, wait. I'm supposed to be classy and. Yes, uh, classy. Uh, you know what? I'm Jake the Snake. That's class enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the boobs are just the whole torso. The boobs. the boobs come with it, I'd say. I'm going to go with. Bobby Sue Luther oh. from Major Rest. Oh. I mean, those boobies. Chabow! Uh, arms and Her legs. torso was attractive as well. Uh, you know, I'm not much of a legs person, so you know, I, I decided to. You don't like the legs? Ooh, How do you kiss your way up? Whoever I choose with arms to go with legs. I'm going to go with Maria Sharapova for. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'm just yeah, my Olympic uh, wrestler right from Sorry, guys, the but, 82 uh, Olympics. Yes. <laughs> For arms, I'm going to go with Maria Sharapova, of course. Uh, you know, she plays hey, tennis. She's a tennis it's player. Shit. <laughs> yeah, those arms are <laughs> perfectly toned. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Get your hand off your junk, brother. He's part of the legal gymnast in the Olympics. Yeah, Gonna go. That's the most illegal one. Oh my gosh! Of gonna blow all over this and, place. Okay, my last. It's like Herman Melville over there. The ass. Yes, yes. Because you know what? I'm an ass man. I don't even and know what be, he said. Beside the head, that is the second most important part of the body mm. to me. And I'm gonna go with Kim Kardashian for that part. Oh. I mean, you know what? You know what? We all have our the opinions dunker, about that woman. <laughs> But you know, her her personality aside, she is an ass man's dream come true. No say she's an ass question. man. Okay, I'm just going to shut up now before I get. But no, 
Well, like I said, I am pretty damn classy. <laughs> bye bye, boys. All right, Jake. Oh, <laughs> oh Jake, you're exploding! All I'll over. tell you what. I'm glad he sobered up because I didn't know if we were going to make it. <laughs> oh, it's more that week. Anyway, thanks for calling in. Now, uh, Lauren called in. Here she is. Hi, Mike and Shane. It's Lauren. Lauren. She's calling to, um, she sounds like she's right here in the room. For episode 31. Um, Shane, you're a stupid lying slut, and uh, huh? you've misrepresented what someone said for the second week in a row. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, you just you did me wrong just like you did with the Morrissey of Utah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> and I'm frankly honored to be in good what company. But that, that wasn't uh, – What happened? I didn't interpret martyrs as having like a – seeing it was a beautiful ending or whatever. Um, <laughs> my, my thoughts on Martyrs were, um, I didn't even have an interpretation for the ending I because I was just sitting there going, confer to she my got played. <laughs> she got played like a side of beef. Ooh, and so either way, it wouldn't have ruined. That's highly erotic. Like, like if the, an old lady committed suicide and it was a sin and she suffers, fucking good. She flayed people. And uh, <laughs> right, she's I see going that. to a beautiful ending. Um, and in ha- the afterlife, that sucks too. She's a horrible, horrible human being. Sure. And either way, the poor girl still got flayed like a side of beef. <laughs> anyway, so a lot of beef you know, you might this. you might want to think about the people, the sexiest people in your lives, Shane. Um, Morrissey of Utah yeah. being number one. Um, my cadaver number two Ooh. and me maybe I'm in there at like number 10 after Ooh. you know GP and all them but like you can't go around misrepresenting you no, know GP what your super sexy friends say okay well okay and, but I uh, what else okay. um, he's got he's got proof of the text message apparently I would like to say Shane that you got um, an A plus for your Italian studies because for the second episode in a Caso row de Shane has let the word dick fly in Italian. He said, Gazzo. Two episodes in a row. I don't know who taught him that. Um, I don't know if he's, if he's taking language lessons, but um, yeah, I, we all appreciate the effort. Indeed. Um, and uh, hi, Vaughn. You're okay, too. Shane actually let the, the dick word fly during your voicemail. And, uh yeah, think you're okay too. Think you're way smarter than me, though. Um, and speaking of geniuses, um, I like Wolfie's idea of, of getting together and watching a movie together. I this is actually um, I guess GP left. I think it was GP left a message at Motion Picture Massacre, mm. um, suggesting like a Skype movie watching party. Oh yeah, of us who don't have Xbox fun. and. I know the lab, Cadaver Lab used to do Xbox parties. But no, we talked about just, it. We never did it. I don't have an Xbox, but... I don't either. I give it to be, my boys. I don't know. I'd stay up late. Um, there'd have to be a turning off your Skype or while you fapped rule if that... No! You know, that happened, but... Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that would be kind of fun. That would be fun. Um, like a Skype movie watching party. Sure. And... Uh, we need somebody else? to organize it. Um... Lauren, can you put your hands up when I said that? Okay, so who would, um, who would be my <laughs> Franken hottie? Ooh, um, oh, that's a good Franken hottie. I'm, gonna, I, I'm gonna go. My choice isn't what you predicted. Um, Ooh, whatever. Because I'm really fickle, and I have no loyalty. 
Um, oh, dear. So, for the head, I'm going to go with Noah Segan for the head. Oh, really? He's my okay. horror crush when he I always, was gusting on Creepy Kids. He always creeps me he's, out a bit. It's really I like weird. Yeah, he does look he's weird. unique. He would be on the head. I would take Silly Killian Murphy's pipes, his, his vocal cords, not his weenie. Oh, oh I say like what? Like she predicted. Yeah, I'd, I'm not going to take his weenie, but I will take impressive. his vocal cords because they were pretty strong in Red Eye when Rachel McAdams shoved a, a pen through him. I'm just going <laughs> to pretend that really happened. Okay. Um, I'll go for the uh, the Oliver Reed, Reed barrel chest. Oh, yeah. That's, and, that's a classic. Um, I'll take... David Hess's uh, hands and arms because, um, his you know, he was also a composer of hippy dippy music for Pat Boone <laughs> and all over face. Elvis <laughs> Presley, not Elvis Costello, the King of America. Oh, so, um, he, uh, he, he could like be all have his strong arms and oh, I lo- I strong love doing this stuff show, with dude. them, it's but so then weird. like play me like a really, um, you know, hippie song. Or whatever afterwards, and um, that's what makes you beautiful. That kind know. of song. I mean, I've never. She's been singing that all night, not me. I don't know what that is. I'm just gonna go for the whole below the belt thing. Ooh. I don't want to give long, long silver to the public. To my, um, but I'll just take Christopher Lee for everything below the belt. Cause, really? Um, I bet, old or new or young? And don't get mad at me, Mike, because I know you probably put him on your Franken Vixen, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Charlie and Chocolate Factory be, old uh, or the ladies really Dracula. liked him, and yeah. in that Bava movie, the I wonder Whip if he's, the body, I wonder what he's got going on down there, whipping the shit out of that chick as a got ghost a or whatever. Um, she she really couldn't it. get over him, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm picking him. And Shane, even though I'm mad at you for misrepresenting me, oh, dude. Um, I'm I'm still gonna stand up for you with with. Uh, um, I don't think he meant to. I think that when we do voicemails at the end, he has a rough Twitter, time keeping and, um, a, a train of thought going. You know, I no, I like to misrepresent. There's a couple things that could have oh. happened. I mean, my the first thing that came to mind was that like douchebag John Mayer. He got together with little. <laughs> That little kid that Selena Gomez is molesting, Jason Bieber, and, and yeah. they, they had Twitter, the Twitter admin, like, block you out. Because oh, there's no yes. way that would Yeah, happen. because I'm in a world I mean, of Katie shit. Katy Perry Thanks for bringing John it Mayer, up. So I'm going to delete you from her Twitter or block you or whatever. <laughs> Agreed. Um, I'm still dealing the with other some issues. Was, Thank you. <laughs> um, you could have asked them if they masturbated Ooh. because... I think that's what you put on my Facebook page. You said, did you just masturbate? And I was like, yeah, am I? What? Did I say that? About? That's my. I don't remember that. Whoa. That's you can talk re- about you masturbating all you want. but um, Did I put it on your MySpace page? Because that's probably. You know what? That's probably why Katy Perry and John Mayer broke up because he found those tweets between oh, you and her. And. Um, I don't remember yeah. even sending that. That's awesome. So that, that's what did it. And, you know, <laughs> I, I have a feeling. I'm predicting that there's going to be a Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber breakup coming up soon because I bet Justin Bieber was <sighs> not I need that happy in. when he found Selena alone reading Mike's tweets and enjoying herself to them. What? So, no, Shane's. Or not Mike. What? Shane's. Yeah. I was like, I don't. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
Did he I'm tweet to her? The, I'm gonna get off the bone phone. I got too Don't excited. Tell me you've been tweeting. Plotting my. Um, piss me off. I didn't. I'm not tweeting. I could ruin our whole and, podcast. Uh, you gotta realize something. I'm just gonna. I don't know what Selena looks like from the bone since phone. I'm gonna since the mouth, Wizards of Waverly Place. And she was hot on there. Yeah, but she was 12 but on there. Bear with me. I'm. I guess I'm a GP apologist. Yes. Well, what? She's 18 now. I hope. Now, she's like 18 on that show. None of those kids are dude, 12 years old, dude. They look 12 years old to me. No, they don't. You look at them and go, she's not ugly. And you take a hot shower with your loofah sponge and go, ooh, nope. you know, I don't know what I'm doing here, but <laughs> yeah, it feels right. No, plus I like older ladies that can treat me right, if you know what I mean. Ladies that know. I like old cougars that have money. Oh, shit, money. That's what I need. Spend some money on me. <laughs> so, oh, baby, I need a new Dude, car. What am I going to do? We got a local star calling in, probably doing his laundry as he calls. Really? Oh, truck Brian. Oh. Hello, motherfucker. Easy. I don't need to start this call with Sam. Fuck you, tow truck drivers. <laughs> I was called last week, but I was really in a foul mood. <laughs> I had to go get my car out of jail, kind of fucked up shit. Oh, that oh. sucks. But, uh, you know, I didn't really have an answer for that question in the episode anyway. I hope you uh, have them for this at one. At least not off the top of my head. You know, ambiguous horror ending. I know, it's hard. I couldn't think of a horror movie um, that struck me that way. Kind of weird. Well, you just I think you I don't know really everything? Look at a lot of movies that way. The only movie I've ever gotten like that emotionally attached to, like the ending and wondering what the fuck was. Uh, movie called Tulane Blacktop. Oh, and, you know, man, I haven't seen that in years. what happened to James Taylor and the Beach Boy. I got to rewatch that. Anyway, you guys are completely disinterested in that by no, now. We're... <laughs> um, uh, don't really yeah. have a fucking question of the episode for the Frankenhooker. No, Frankenfixin. Other than fucking Frankenhooker. Love I've that movie. Seen fine. Uh, I I've seen fine. I've seen but I did like it. No. Um, I was talking about James Taylor. He However, was. He's done now. Lizzie Borden. Fuck yeah. Did he go to the show I'm with so us? I'm glad you guys did that album. Yeah, he was there. I think I was I more he was a there. fan of Master of Disguise. He didn't I show for us, but more. yeah, he was there. <laughs> but to get to see Lizzie, that, that's probably one of my favorite moments in life at this point. Uh, cool. Up that close. I was a little jealous when he touched Mike's face. Oh, yeah. But to, to see that stage show, I mean, it's like so it Alice good. Cooper it pared good, down, but like more yeah. intense. I don't know. Yep. It touched me more deeply than any other show. It's I think closer. I've been to with it's Dye more Mouse connected. The yeah, we were right there. Like, you could see you know, me. My not looking over a crowd memories of Nope. Hanging see out me. with you guys. Is, uh, meeting Impaler. That first time that Impaler yeah. came played at Bar to Luck. Oh, oh really? Fucking, that was yeah. fucking cool. <laughs> And then the Lizzie Borden thing, and like, fuck, man, I got an autographed T-shirt. I got to get to Shane, put up in the band room. Uh, Cover up that standee yeah, of Elvira. She shows her boobs in that. Lizzie Borden, fucking flashback. <laughs> anyway, that was uh, so I did have a great time. Yeah, oh, I yeah, really man. don't have much to contribute other than I did come up kind of with an answer to your ambiguous horror horror ending. Uh, watched the Republican National Convention uh, last uh -huh. night. Watched uh, uh -huh. Automaton Romney speak. Uh -huh. 
I have a big feeling I'm horrified. Americans, I think we're fucking doomed. Is that one word? Tom Romney? I'm about to go on that political rant again. I'm going to stop right there. Yeah, I'm going to drop you next time I see you. Just say you guys. 21st is coming up awfully fast. I'm thoroughly excited. Mike's going to fill me full of liquor. I'm going to touch his sweet, sweet dong. And, uh,. I might yeah, have a gift for him, but that show's not going to happen. I'm going to give Mike. Mike, you will get up and sing with us at some point. I'm going to drag on the 21st. Stage, if there's a show, I will do sing it. along like I do. <laughs> you got to fucking do it at least once. I mean, I know you're big enough to be taller than fucking zero standing on the ground anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. But you, <laughs> you got to get up on stage with me when when we all get up and do the sing along <laughs> shit. Um. And I'm excited as hell. I see the fucking Halloween stores are starting to open up. Oh, it's no. That time oh, yeah, that's awesome. It's coming. Time for cool decorations and fucking bottles of blood on the super cheap. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, till next time, gentlemen, I love you. Uh, oh, shame. You? Fucking shame, dude. Take a bath. It's okay. <laughs> Katy Perry's. Another fucking skank. It'll be all right, dude. <laughs> Don't you uh, talk about you're, right. you're, like you're right. You're right. Your songs. Does that make you feel better? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it does. I really? I would have thought that'd it, just be like sixes. I do it. Okay, great. Right. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Oh, uh, dude. I I wish. I was just talking to Shane out there Don't when we were try. having our little break, and I'm like, man, I am not happy. Well, I'm, I'm not. I didn't say it like that. I said I'm pretty bummed that that 21st show is not going to be happening anymore. The 21st show is not going to happen, and I don't think there's any Die Monster Die shows that are going to happen because we are working our asses off to create the wonderful album that the Kickstarter yeah. folks have graciously given us. So we're spending the entire year, you know, because. The due date was like January, February of 2013. Right. We want to be on the mark. We don't want to be going, hey, guys, I know it's August of next year. Right. And so we're working hard on that. So there probably won't be any more DMD shows this year. That really bums me out, man. It's a it's a bummer, but it's for the greater good. We want to make sure that we're given the best for Plus, all those fine, just fine, think about the people. great the great shows are going to be happening next year, spring yeah. next year with all the new tunes. It's going to be awesome. So for there you sure. go. There you go. Uh, thanks for calling in, man. I miss this little, I miss the little guy, you know, I, yeah. I do, you know, I know it's, it's, it's and I, I only bet. get to see him when something's going on. Like, you know, so 30 like, days ago we saw him, but yeah. you miss him. Yeah. Well, sure. Because we saw him on the first. Thank it's you. the 31st. Today. I, I don't really need you to tell me that, but thank you very all much. Right, well, that, you know, that, that's okay. <laughs> All right, Wolfie called in. Wolfie, I love it. Oh, I have to take the head from Joanna Brad's <laughs> event. She counts. She was in paranormal. Classy! Three. Torso, maybe Angela... No, Angela Beto's need to eat a few sandwiches. Um, <laughs> Missy Monday would work, though, and she's worked with Angela, but mm. take the brain from her... <laughs> Hmm, legs, arms. Apparently we caught him in the middle of creating Lyra with those. Most folks would think of those parts, but, <laughs> well, I suppose I'm not most people, am I? Uh, hmm. <laughs> and for anything else, I guess I'd have to go with taking anything else that had to come as far as body parts. I need a male donor for some of those. I mean, what? after all, if you're making yourself a... 
inhuman stitched together sex slave, you might as well go all the way, right? I don't know who I'd have to go with for that. We public figure. I'll have to figure out these notes later. Maybe some podcasters or something. <laughs> oh. Hey there, Mike and Shane. This is the Wolfman calling in. Uh, oh! I don't know that I need to go over my uh, answer to the question of the week too long about who to stitch together. I mean, you know, those sort of things... If somebody correlates them with missing persons reports, they turn up as evidence later. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good happen. point. That's a good point. So I think I'll just make a couple of comments instead on the show itself. All right. Um, mainly, it occurs to me that I really think Henan Lauder is Ed Wood of our time. Oh, I, I mean, love, the man I love him. Films that are undeniably entertaining. And unique. And yet, at the same time... <laughs> we have bad biology coming up on the show. I don't know how he gets budgets and how he gets people to invest. I'm thinking a lot of it probably has to do with the fact that he apparently knows prostitutes in New York. But uh, who doesn't, right? Am I right? God bless right. him. What he does, New York, right? Absolutely. Anyway, I'll be looking forward to the next Give show, and Disney I'll talk stuff to you later. Right? Some gotta go uh, pick up Shit. some groceries. Yeah, that's it. Groceries. Oh, there you go, Wolfman. Yeah, so, yeah, none of that can be used in a court of law against you. Okay, sure, we're fine. We're fine with that. Yeah. All right, you're good. You're covered. Hey, whatever you say on this podcast is not legally binding in any state. I mean, it's Or any country. It's not like anybody in the world could just pick it up. If someone from Iraq manages to get this podcast uh-huh. and denounces Allah, <laughs> we will embrace you and say Ooh. it's okay. Because what you say on here is not legally binding, and it's not even culturally binding, and it's not even anything binding. Uh, the views of Shane Diablo don't necessarily... Corpse cast. All right, we got one more. Uh, the other piece of bread in the Aaron voicemail sandwich. Oh, yeah. So let's go ahead, listen to Aaron, and then uh, we got some uh, horror vixens to talk about. Oh, Frank sweet. and vixens, here yes. he is. Hi, Mokai Shane. What's up with this, oh, by the way? I t- <laughs> about my voicemail last week. Don't worry, so you we know, played I was huffing some spray paint out of a sock before that was I recorded obvious. that. He's trying to do so that girl that from Jerry from uh, and, uh, uh No Alive, problem about my voicemail not making it in. Hey, nobody's perfect. If this were a perfect world, you guys would both be my dads. Uh, what? Amen. Question of the episode. Five Amen parts that, from son. five son. women's <laughs> to make son. your own hoa. Mike, no, you were right to be scared on the Facebook group. I know. My hoa, I picked... Debbie Sue Voorhees' tits. Oh. Her breast assists from Friday the 13th, 13th part, part 5. five. Oh, mm. my gosh. And I saw that she had a Facebook yeah. account, so maybe oh. he'll ask her if she still has some uh, magnificent pendulous Wasn't that Silver titties. Spoons, Mom? For a bush. Mike, oh. this one's for you. I love those. My first Debbie choice Voorhees. was Aja Argento. I like her, She's too. She's got a huge fucking hair pie down there. I like that. And her. I ultimately Ew. decided on... Is Cassandra Peterson, that's a, aka that's Elvira? A that's a that, you can argue with fucking that. red ginger bush. Yeah, but yeah. Great man once said, Cassandra Peterson, that's a fucking fire ant special down there. <laughs> I had to get some uh, 
some kind of Linnea Quigley reference in there because yeah, I don't know. She's kind of hit and miss with me. You yeah. know, she's starting to look like the Crypt Keeper nowadays. Oh yeah. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. She wouldn't even need any fucking she's really nice, prosthetics to be in the next uh, Night of the Demons movie. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure she had a blonde bush in uh, Night of the Demons, so maybe I'll have that. I don't know. She didn't. She danced around with her too misogynistic. I had to rethink all my shit. Yeah. I'm sure you don't want to hear about a woman who was. She has no voice box or no <laughs> menstrual cycle or something disgusting like that. So What's I was originally going to say cycle? for her vagina, she wouldn't have one. It would be a, a fleshlight permanently installed in there instead of uh, the regular uh, gaping <laughs> the open hell, sewer you there. Filthy vagina, pig I guess you call it. So uh, gaping open you are sewer. Canadian, aren't you? Say that. I choose Linnea Quigley's vagina and Return of Living Dead. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Lanea you Quigley's can't say that. You Montana. can't get on his case for wanting a flashlight there, because you know personally somebody who has used that stuff. And I had one, and who they're fantastic. Who said that, that they can't tell the difference between an actual woman and one of those? Okay? He used to stick it. I caught him. He put the flashlight in the cushions of the couch and was kneeling down when I came home, and he's banging away at the couch. <laughs> Yeah, I know all about them, and they are fantastic. Oh my gosh, that if you good. have the right lubituity and you have the flashlight, it is a pretty magical experience. Oh my gosh. For you young guys out there. That's so great. And if we don't have the sponsors like the padded room do with the, with the, <laughs> uh, you know, the, what do they call them? The sex shops. Oh, they oh, have yeah, a sex yeah, shop. Yeah, the one night in Wendover or whatever yeah. that was, right? We don't have that, but I'm saying you young fellas that <laughs> are going, man, you know, what does it feel like to be with a woman? A flashlight, <laughs> ejaculator 2000, and some good oh lubrication is a wonderful, uh, it, it is a pleasant experience. I never thought I would pause a voicemail from Aaron to get dirtier. But I'm just saying, let's, let's finish. it feels wonderful. Let's finish his voicemail. <laughs> I don't know what she appliance she had on there. It looked like a mannequin. So I guess that's done. I don't even know if I thought of five. It doesn't matter. Debbie Sue Voorhees' tits. Linnea Quigley's crotch piece from Return of the Living Dead. Cassandra Peterson's giant red ginger bush down there. How about Tracy Lord's giant meaty nicks? I can't think of a horror ass. Last episode, Vaughn suggested you guys grow in some massive fucking uh, mountain man beards. How could you not grow in a beard, Mike? With your fucking coverage, it's a crime that you wouldn't grow in a huge mountain man beard. Yeah. Shane, if you can't grow in a full beard... You grow in a, a wicked, blondish, uh, Chris Reifert rapist beard. That'd be pretty <laughs> fucking awesome. I grow one of those. I grow in beards. Because we're men. Ooh. We grow in facial hair and wear flannel shirts and hit women and shit. Whatever else our fathers have tried to pass on to us. Of course. That, and I hate shaving. The founding father. Speaking yeah. of beard stories... This is the first time I've ever had my beard grown in this fucking long. And uh, I was eating chicken noodle soup. Oh. I realized that uh, the whole time I've been eating soup, my fucking beard's at like three inches now, and it keeps dipping into my soup while I'm eating it. <laughs> I'm eating cereal, and I go to drink the milk at the end, and my fucking beard will stick in the Sucked bowl. it up. <laughs> Cadaver Indies, you guys finally decided on uh, a challenge. We did, Damn yeah. You. Yes. I had a one last suggestion oh. I was going to make. okay. If you don't want to do the banana and Sprite, well, there'll be another champ championship. Dabber Indies, loser has to send me a plaster cast of their penis. How about that? Yeah, get on. That's it. not a bad one either, dude. Then just return but the sender. But I'm, I'm, I, the banana sprite thing is pretty solid. At the mail, but. 
hit the fucking uh, outside. Of course, I explain that. Oh yeah, because we're doing it at your outside. Just throwing this out there, Shane. That's a oh yeah. Harry has made a plaster replica of her tits. You can find that or buy it or steal it from her house. You can start making your own Frankenhooker. Who knows? Maybe you'll find out that uh, Selena Gomez had a vagina cast done. You're halfway there. Yeah. That's all you need, really. Just get a real doll and shove those casts oh on there. Gosh. Boom. Yeah. When you do get that right. uh, real doll right. covered with all the plaster, put some like uh, um. unlisted uh, YouTube video. Um, no one will admit to it, but we'll all watch it. Oh. Well, I can't think of anything. Last show. Awesome. You guys kick ass, as always. Shut up. Love you. <laughs> he did, he threw the echo on again. That's just beautiful. It's like one of those old sci-fi things. He kind of just fades out, you know, like vanishes. I, I, I see him like twirling and getting smaller until he disappears. I'm having a hard time with my. I'll just spit mine out real spit, quick. Spit and I'm, 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 I'm creating this in my mind as I go because okay. I did not think about the question. Okay. I forgot about it. Okay, well, that's cool. Wow. Lita that's... Ford's face. Ooh. Okay. Wait, circa. But by the way, circa in nineteen eighty five. Eyes forever. Sure. Okay. Yeah. That Lita Ford face. Okay. Charlize Theron's frame. Um, Charlize Theron from Monster. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Charlize Theron from Cider House Rules. Have you oh seen that? Oh my gosh! I've only Have seen that one seen part. That? Yes, I've only yes. seen that the, the the part that I'm pretty sure that you're talking about. Breasts. Megan Fox. I'm going Megan really? Fox you know, or Jessica never, Bill. Have you breasts. seen? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's going out on a limb. I don't know if you. Charlize Theron's kind of smaller. I I do like I like a handful of boobs. I do not <laughs> I do not mind whatsoever a small smaller framed chested woman. Okay. I, All right. I, I like cool. a handful, but I'm going Megan Fox only for the zipper scene in in uh, uh, Jennifer's body. Right. right and it's like right, holy right, right. shit. <laughs> I am gonna pull one of uh Jake's though. Uh oh. I do like the big Badunka Dunk. But I'm saying pre I'm saying five years ago. Okay. Uh whatever her damn name is, Kardashian. Kim Kardashian's ass. Really? But I'm talking five years ago. Okay. I don't know the difference. Because it's gotten bigger and sure. just, you know. And I'm fine with the big ass too. What about what about that one that does American Idol now that used to have that big ass that that meant that Hispanic girl she's Puerto Rican or something I don't know come on uh, come on she does this I uh, would have hey listen she I, was in, she was in the cell man she she's from, oh Jennifer Lopez Jennifer Lopez she's got a great ass too yeah I I actually loved how she looked in the cell by the way man. yeah okay uh I, yes I would have said Katy Perry or Selena Gomez sure. in my mm-hmm. in my thing or even my new stock that I, I'm stocking now. Jennifer Lawrence, The Hunger Games, and House at the End of the Street. I would have thrown mm. them in, but I'm not. Because A, I haven't started stalking Jennifer <laughs> long enough. Right. And the other two have thrown me to the curb, so they don't get in my no. Frank. They don't get this honor. They don't get that. You're out. Okay, great. You are out on the streets. Listen, I, I'll buy that. Yours is okay. good. Yours what is, is good. yours? Mine is uh, The Neck and Above is Edvige Fennick. Edvige Finnick. Circa 1976. Uh-huh. Okay. She is probably the most beautiful woman that I've ever laid eyes upon after my wife and after you. Ooh. Second, upper torso. I, who said, who said, uh, Anna Falchi? Well, I can't remember. That, so, somebody said that. Was that, uh, was that Alan? That said, I Anna Falchi? Yes. That was, uh, she's a girl from Cemetery, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh, people. Yeah. Oh my, hold on a second. Let me. Oh. 
You need a minute? You want some footsie balls? <laughs> yes. I'll give you okay. some footsie okay. balls. All right, all right, all right. All right. I want Salma Hayek's legs uh, around the time of Dust Till Dawn. Remember wow, that one scene where she poured her. the tequila down her leg? Holy and yes. I, I, I remember the first time I saw that scene, I was like, that is the hottest thing I have ever, ever witnessed yes. in my life. Yeah, that was hot. Uh, I want Kate Beckinsale's behind, you know, in that oh. black leather when she's the... Va- oh, my gosh, it just fits so much. Huh? And Rona Mitra's arms. Uh, she knows how to caress me right. So there you go. How about... Lita Ford sweet leather ass in that no, video. No, yeah, it's the same it's the same oh. type of deal. You God, the leather just adds so much, man. Kate oh, Beckinsale's Oh yeah, dude. That's yeah, I forgot about them. Whatever. You know, <laughs> that, there you go. Well, I, I got my Frank conviction, you've got yours. Oh my gosh. Maybe I'll borrow yours. By the way, have you seen Cemetery Man? When you're when you're out working late, no. sneak over and borrow well, your Well, well I'll tell you what, I'll t- I'll take out I'll take out my module fleshlight. You can put yours in and then and then we'll switch them out, okay? As long no as- way. That's terrible. What I just said, that was terrible. I'm going to sneak That's over terrible. and steal the heart and soul and love of your Frank and Dixon when you're sleeping. You or would, you're you would do busy that. Busy at your, you know, Brigham Young Bobcat game. <laughs> I'll be over there going, baby, he don't care about you at all, Frank and Dixon. <laughs> all right. Up yours. Up yours. We're, we're going to move along. Uh, let's, okay. So this episode, we are going to be doing a band by the name of The Birthday Massacre. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about their album called Pins and Needles. Oh, you were, uh, yeah, I was waiting were, for you. Wait, oh. wait, wait, wait. Pins and Needles. And you know what we do traditionally on the show right now? What? It's time for the one minute of The Birthday Massacre. So let's go ahead and play that and come right back to talk about it. Yeah. And by the way, before we get on to this, I just remembered one thing that yeah, the question that? of the episode is coming, but we're going to say it at the end of the, end of the movie because it is a little bit of a spoiler for our review about The Guardian, which we're going to be talking about today.
birthdaymassacre.com is where you can find this lovely, lovely band. You just heard Mike's minute that's never, ever a minute. It's not even close to a minute. It's like way more. You know, there's a lot of people that tune in to a podcast for the first time. So right. it's like, I don't ever feel that gets old to go, oh, that's Mike's minute. It's not a minute because, you know, <laughs> they go through the They're like, oh, that's so cool. And needles came out in September of 2010. It is 41 minutes, 50 seconds. 57 seconds long it's on metropolis records 11 tracks on this album the genre is synth etic goth industrial dark wave yeah okay with titches of heavy metal i don't even know what half that stuff means man well get in the know man <laughs> what's what you problem i don't know according to chris i don't know what i'm talking I about know. anyway so well, you don't have the time <laughs> all right other albums are uh, Nothing and Nowhere 2002, Violet 2004, Walking with Strangers 2007, and a brand spanking new album coming out in October of 2012 called Hide and Seek. And that's scheduled to come out October 9th. There is a release date in the works, people. Yeah. It's, it's going to be brand spanking new, and they are not... They have set up their tour dates for this tour. And they're not coming here, are they? And they will not be in Salt Lake City, Utah. What? So me and you in our little uh, Scottish uh, Japanese girl outfits with what? the front row holding hands, sure. not going to happen. <laughs> oh, bummer. Um, the members, let's talk a little bit about the members okay. of the band. Okay, okay. For this album. Okay. They're good, another good, good. band that's had a member come and go. What, what band has it? What, but what band who has stood a little bit of the test of time hasn't had kind of a revolving door? It seems to be the way to go. Yeah. As you do, you have members come and go. Sure. So we're going to say that Owen is the keyboards. He loves the, you got to admit, he loves the keyboards. Oh, he loves them. Uh, Rim. I want to say Rim. It's R H I M. <laughs> that's that's rim like Yikes. the rim of an ass or something well listen the uh the the, the, rim the of river the, the river in england is called the rhine the, and it's r-h-i-n-e i hope that's eating i don't know the the rhine have you ever been down in louisiana and been on the rimmer boat no i've never been on the rimmer boat at all never been on he's on the drums o-e is on the bass here's where it gets thick okay some serious shit oh falcor guitar synth Percussion you, and programming. Do you think that Falcor has ever saved a Treyu from, from nothing? Never, well, I'll tell you Never what, any I, story? Uh, yeah, no. I got okay, you, Okay, baby. good. But if he hasn't, he doesn't deserve to be in this no, band. He's This guy is the luck dragon is all I'm saying. Rainbow. <laughs> Rainbow is the guitar, synth, percussion, and programmer, and vocals. <laughs> and then you've got the sweet lady. Sweet lady. I love your body. <laughs> Chibi on vocals. Yes. Chibi, Rainbow, Falcor are the founding members of the band, and they make all the music, oh, probably cool. all the money, and <laughs> they make those three make me enjoy their music. Sure, okay. The rest of the guys are like, dude, what? <laughs> Whatever, dude. Listen, we'll, you we'll know take, you're not going to be around We'll long. take our six bucks an hour and we'll steal from the craft table. We'll take it back to our room because we know yeah. that this may be the last meal that we have with you guys, all right? And I can't afford Arby's later. Exactly. These guys are from 
Toronto, Canada. So that means Aaron knows who they are. Ooh, I bet you Aaron loves them. In fact, I bet you Aaron talks to Chibi in that voice that he always does. Hey guys, what is this? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Dude, you know, the thing is about them Canadians. Yeah. Is they all stink. Really? Is oh, that true? I, I don't know. Oh. No. Um. Not Chibi though. Oh, I hope not. I hope Aaron, maybe. Not. He's got the big beard with the, the in the soup. And well, the, he's got like chicken soup and fruit loops in it, so what the hell? He doesn't care. <laughs> what are your thoughts? What what are you thinking? All right, all right, so there was a, a podcast I used to listen to uh, that used to come out fairly regularly called mm-hmm. the Diablo Cast. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've heard of it. This guy, who's named Shane Diablo, not unlike your own name, actually, uh-huh. Weird. He, he played a song on there uh, from this band, from this album. Right. And I remember hearing that song and saying, and I remember I remember even where I was, I was, dri- well, I, was, I wasn't driving, I was stopped at a red light, people, but it was a rainy day. I'm driving up the road to, you know, to, to, on the way home from work, and I texted you, I'm like, what is this band? I and remember that text. And, and you're like, okay, so here it is. So basically, that day, I went home, I downloaded, I purchased this per, yeah you know this is before i got into spotify so whatever well i don't think spotify was even around at that that was only a couple of years ago but yeah, yeah i think you may be right but anyway so basically we i, I download and i listen to it and i'll tell you what man these guys are poppy they are uh the, the songs get stuck in your head they're easy to listen to man um it's it's weird uh, because it, I I find myself and not just this week but other weeks this is probably one of my top five favorite or top five most listened to albums at work because mm-hmm. I'll just throw on the headphones and let it wash over me as I do my work you know so you know whatever it, it's good it's stuff that, man. it's a, it, it really is that big wall of sound that you know when it's when, and there's a lot of programming in this. Oh, this is, is kind of industrial, dark wave, but it's got that heavy chunk in it. But that, I love that big giant wall of sound. I And then you got that keyboard, well, yeah, like there's... music box keyboard right. that plays through. Right. And then you got the pretty girl singing the, you know. And she's got a great voice, man. And, and I mean, it, it's funny because I was watching a video uh, for uh, what was it called in the dark, which I, which is the only video that I really found that's from this album. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's a really solid video, and yeah. it's good. And as I'm watching that, uh, it's it kind of gives you the. I mean, you get the vibe of what they are by listening to them. But you look at that, and, and you're just kind of that that whole kind of aesthetic kind of goes right along with their music. Yeah. It go, and it's really cool. It's really gothy. And listen, I mean, this isn't, a, this isn't, I mean, your, your testosterone laden, you know, rock and anger music. I mean, this, sure. I mean, this is, this is more gothy and stuff like that. And honestly, dude, you're talking to two healthy, older fellas that are going, <laughs> this is, it really is gothy. I mean, oh, you yeah, can, really. you could walk into Area 51 and right. go, Hey, you guys playing any, uh, birthday massacre tonight? And people would look at you and go, Oh, hell yeah. I like that guy. Even though he's kind of pyramid shaped or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's, and he looks out of sorts. Right. They would go, <laughs> Dude, you're, you're speaking my lingo. Cause it is a kind of a gothic style. Absolutely. Like band. very, like in the video, it was very dressy, very dressed up. The, you know, uh, um, you know, it, I mean, it's just like the very dramatic look 
to it. And, you know, and there was like the deep, the, the video had like deeper meanings that you need to become one with your emotions to understand type yeah. of stuff. And one thing that I do like about a band like this is that they tie their entire image, all of their music, their album covers, yeah. everything around like these, like you've got purple and black. Right. Yep. And there's, you know, just the images that they always put on their album covers yep. or whatever are always almost like a story being told themselves. Yeah, almost like a like a dark fairy tale type of deal. Yeah. And it's like, you know, yeah, you were talking dark fairy tale and gothy stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm a I'm a big gruff bearded dude, you know. This doesn't really this doesn't really seem like the kind of music that I would, you know, that, that a you, guy that your looks dad like would probably slap you in the mouth if you're at the the Bobcat game and he's like <laughs> You said, Dad, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I like <laughs> it's the a birthday family. massacre. And then he hits his iPhone. Right. You know, because yeah. he's uh-huh. so out of sorts. Right. He don't know what you dig, right. but he's got an iPhone. Sure. And he's like, well, I'm going to listen to them right now. And then he'd listen. <laughs> and he'd go, I'm in the dark. And he'd turn around and go, and slap you right in the mouth. Son, son, I knew this day would come sooner or later. You know, but, no, but seriously, the thing is, is on this album, the there, there's not a bad song. There, listen, I mean, this, yeah. there, like I said, I think I say this every single episode. There's some songs that are better than others, but my only complaint about this is when I'm actually sitting down and listening to it, like when I'm in the car driving. You know, it. I think that a lot of these fit better in a playlist type of thing. Is a, I mean. After listening to it a hundred thousand times, yeah, you know, over and over. But having said that, and then I, I, you know, I just say that as kind of a disclaimer. But I listened to this album this week a hundred. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to hyperbole or whatever. But I mean, I, I I listen to this constantly because I mean, this is one I listen to uh, in high rotation even without the show. Right. You know, and you know, this is a great album. Like I said, it's, uh, I mean, you get the whole vibe. You get the whole, I mean, you, you, they've got great layered music. They've got all sorts of weird sounds going on that you don't notice unless you got the headphones on. I mean, and that kind of goes along with the industrial and the, sure. and the synth pop type of, type of deal. Listen, and Chibi, I think, does a great job singing. I mean, I mean, they've got great hooks in their music. They've got some layered vocals. I, I really enjoy it, you know? Yeah. She's a cutie pie. The problem here for me is, in my soul, I go, oh, bone saw it all night long. Uh But I have to take into consideration that it is gothic style shit. Right. And it really is. It has to be the right time, the right mood, the right, you don't, you don't turn on the cure. Except for whenever you're kind of feeling in the cure kind of mood. I get it. I get it. And, um, so, you know, I, it, it, it's solid all the way around. It's great songwriting. She's got a cute voice. She's she a does. sweetie little cute. <laughs> I have sex with her backstage. If you ever come to Utah, I'd love to <laughs> pleasure you all night. But, you know, it, it's one of those albums that you're either going to like it and go, here's the time to listen to it. Right. Or you're going to go, I don't like that shit at all. You know, um, as we, as we talk about this and whatever, and like I said, I, re- I mean, I really, really like this, this, this whole album and whatnot. The, the, it's just that I just, the, the, if you're, if you're a goth, you know, type, if you're into that stuff, which, you know, listen, that's great. Sure. This is like your cup of tea, man. I mean, this is it. 
I, yeah. I don't, I mean, and, I, and like I said, I mean, I assume it is because I, do, I mean, I'm not really that into goth music and whatever. But the thing is, is I think that this has the allure and the, you know, the, 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 the songwriting to break out of that. You know, I mean, oh, I yeah. agree so, with that. And, and, yeah. and, I mean, and so that's why I feel like I can listen to. I mean, this has a lot of songs that me and my daughter listen to. I, I agree yeah. with that because I'm not a huge follower of the goth scene. I mean, there's a, quite a few bands that I do like, right. but I think they transcend that, and I I enjoy listening to it. I do too. It's just one of those bands that you've got to be in the mood to listen to that. Ab- absolutely. And there's going to be a lot of people that go, I listen to it. And while they are great at what they do, sure. I don't like it. You know, and honestly, I mean, obviously, to each their own. I mean, every album we do here, right? Sure. I mean, that, that's sure. the attitude we take. I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess I don't really, I don't want to keep repeating myself or anything like that, but I really like this album. I would definitely buy this album if I hadn't already bought it. Let me, let me mention one thing though. This kind of music is, the, like you were saying, to me, there's only so much of it I can take. There's the, there's, you know, and, the, and we talked about the mood and whatever. This album, I think, is wonderful. Uh, however, it's never, I mean, they, I don't know how many albums they have now, but I've never really wandered into listening to any of their other albums. And there's a lot of it on Spotify. Yeah. You know, I've just never bothered going around and saying, oh, you know what? I really like Pins and Needles, so let's go check out this other album. I've never bothered to do that. And I, I mean, I don't know what that says, that it just didn't, you know, it didn't motivate me to do that. But I don't know. Take sure. that for and what that, you will. And that makes sense, too. So You were like, well, I love this album and I love everything they're doing on it, but no. I've just, it hasn't drawn me to go, what else do they do? Exactly. I found this band on, I think it's the album Violet. Okay. And they've got, it's either called Blue or Plastic Blue, but it was a great song and I went, oh man, I, I really like that. Okay. That's when Pins and Needles came out and I said, holy shit, this whole album kicks ass. Yeah, but and this I, is a good album. But I can see where you're coming from where it's like, I, I haven't bothered to investigate exactly. everything else they've done. I like what they're doing here. It's worth a buy. Absolutely. But doesn't drive you to go oh maybe i'll check and i don't out. i don't know what that means but that's just how it is right and so there you go you know it's it's a buy for okay. me you know I, it is but but it's a buy with the you know you have to i love this album though i it's really great. really love this it album. is to me it is great to to somebody else is gonna go holy shit what are you but but this, this is one of those, yeah, this is one of those things that, that, uh, maybe you don't want to listen to while, you know, on your way down to the football game because, you know, you want to be listening to Survivor and shit, right? Right. So there you go. Yeah. You're down there seeing the Bobcats. <laughs> Everyone starts headbanging or whatever. Right. To, That's what we do. That's what we do. I am the tiger. <laughs> you know, and you're clapping. Right, right, right. Now right, stop. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Are you, okay, that's all I got. So that's all I got. Buy. Do it. Buy it. Um, basically, um, the, the minute that wasn't a minute, I think gives you probably... Uh, the best idea of what this album's all about than any other band we've done because it I mean uh, you know we played all the hooks all the you know all the yeah. the pre-course and stuff like that so that's it i mean that's the album in essence yeah if you're not feeling it you're not feeling it right you know but sometimes we like to get sensual sometimes Indeed. we like to you know we like to i have a heart underneath this gruff exterior of course so there you go but you you have a heart but it's not quite a heart because like i'm really into you know romantical you know you, so your your heart under that cold exterior still right. has like a big 
wad of, you know, uh, tar. Oh, it. well, you know I'm what? Just, just, just like the video, just like the video, maybe I need Chibi to stick a, a key in my heart and a turn <laughs> All right, dude. All right. Are we done with that? Because I got good. a We're trivia go. challenge for you. Oh, great. All right. Let's do it. All right. This is what I'm calling. Lady women rock and roll. What is that? Lady, lady women in rock and roll? Ladies, women, lead ladies, women. Let me do it again. Okay. Okay. Lead women in rock and roll. Because I just... Hey, That's can I, I if, if I get something right, can I sing autographs, turn up the radio? I say we do that. <laughs> if you get it right, I'll give you the... <laughs> turn okay. Okay, let's do it. I've got six questions. I'm going to ask you to refrain. Okay, okay. This is lead women in rock and roll. Okay, let's hear it. So, here is the first question. This female powerhouse is cited by many female rockers as an influence. She fronted a legendary band before going solo. She released an album that Gene Simmons produced. Oh. Paul Stanley, Eric Carr, Ace Frehley, and Vinnie Vincent played on this said album. No. Oh. Known for her, her partial nudity, and chainsawing guitars. Oh. Who is this artist? Wendy O. Williams? Turn up the radio! Yes! Yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool. I did not think you would get that. Really? I did. I, li- I like the little, like, like electrician's tape X's over her nipples. Matt, you're, you're getting what? hotter by the second. <laughs> all right. I, I did not think you would get cool. that. All right, cool. All right. There's a couple on here. I don't think you'll get this one at all. Okay. But let's see, because you're turning me on as we go. You're going to get some footsie ball under, oh, this, under this goddamn table in five seconds. Awesome. Number two. Here we go. This young lady is considered the grandmother of punk, best known for her song, Because the Night, co-written by Bruce Springenbergstein. Her music was a fusion of poetry or or wait, her music was a fusion of music and poetry in her rendition of oh uh in her rendition of the song Gloria by Van Morrison mm. she always started with Jesus died for my for someone's sins mm. but not mine ooh her album came out this album this particular album okay. came out in 1975 and it was oh. called Horses Oh, because I was, I was, ooh, really? Because I thought I had it. Because the night belongs to, and that's, that's that, a, uh, that's, that's a remake. That's, oh, as you can see, Natalie Merchant sang that. Right. But, uh, but, uh, are we talking, uh, that's who I thought it was, but, uh, we're talking, uh, this is 1975. This young lady oh is considered gosh. the grandmother of punk. Best known for her song "Because the Night," co-written by Bruce Springensteinberg, her music was a fusion of music and poetry. In her rendition of the song "Gloria" by Van Morrison, is it Julie Andrews? She always started with <laughs> "Jesus died for someone's sins, but not mine." I don't think I know this. If it's not Natalie Merchant, I don't think I know. It. All right, I'm done. You're taking a. I'm taking. I'm taking. Now, a, what's the tune we do for that? Well, still that from Patty Darian. Right. Okay. It was Patty Smith. Oh, shit. 
Yeah. That really bothers me that yeah. I didn't get that. But dude, you okay, that's sc- right. Okay, that's number okay. three. Okay. Here we go. Okay. All right. This vixen would form a band in 1991 in Orlando, Florida. She would play bass and sing before turning the reins over to now boyfriend of metal fame. Formed the band while going to pre-med. Who would have who would have known this doctor this doctor slash nurse had a dark side for S and M. Is that Lita Ford? Let let me read it one more oh, time. Sorry, okay, so I'm guessing it's not. This vixen would form a band in nineteen ninety one in Orlando, Florida. She oh. would play bass oh. and sing before turning the reins over to now boyfriend of metal fame formed the band while going to pre-med. Just did, did the did the sing sing. I'm standing on the edge of a broken heart. No. Who would have known this doctor slash nurse had a dark side for S and M? I think I sing a vixen song. Oh, oh, are you talking the divinal type? No. I freaking. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a hint. Okay. And it's gonna be. It's. You're almost there, dude. Oh my let gosh. me give you. Let me give you a little hint. Though. Okay. Okay. I'm going out with the devil in a bottle. Devil in a bottle. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. And she did. She actually did do. I touch myself. A cover of it. I want you to love. Now you just throw me off. Don't get myself. Oh my gosh. Who I, knew this nurse doctor slash doctor had a dark side for S and M? Dude, you got, I have no idea. I feel bad. Jen from the Jenna tortures. Oh yeah. I don't know much about those guys. You know what's funny is one guy I used to work with a guy that I that uh, at this job I have now. I mean I've worked there forever, but uh, I meet him and like within like ten minutes he was like, "Dude, we need to go drink some absinthe and go see the Janet Tortures." What? <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know if we're gonna be friends, brother." But no um, shit, dude. But no, okay, so it's kind of a weirdo. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've never that that doesn't that doesn't make me sad. You're two down, you're two down, but there's still what two, three, three to, to go. go, three to go. All right. Born to British father and an Italian mother, this hot piece of ass moved from London, England to the United States at the age of five, inspired by Richie Blackmore's work in Deep Purple, Okay, a small stint in a band, she went solo. She still looks pretty fucking fine today. Doro? I, that was a complete guess, dude. I have no idea who that is. Are you serious? Uh, okay, okay, hit me. Okay, okay, one more time. Oh dude. my gosh, I'm starting born to, feel a to a British father and an Italian mother. This hot piece of ass moved from London, England, to the United States at the age of five, inspired by Richie Blackmore's work in Deep Purple. A small stint in a band, she went solo. She still looks pretty fucking good today. Are you talking? You're not talking about Joan Jett. I have no idea. Then I'm going to give you an eye thing. Okay, but you're close. Oh, not Joan Jett, but pretty close. Are you? T- are you talking about an? Uh, 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 do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to? 
Okay, I'll give you a, a, right, a okay. musical. Okay, okay. Ah, oh, let's go back to the cave. <laughs> no one ever told me we had time to waste. Um, I am getting wasted on this. Oh, I have no idea what that song let's is. Let's go dude. back to the cave. I'm embarrassed. This is this is not a good showing, man. I have no idea. It's on the same album as As I Close My Eyes Forever. So it is Lita Ford, finally. Oh, damn Lita it. Ford. I don't know if that counts. That's that's not getting to turn up the radio. <laughs> All right. Two more. You can still bounce back, I think. Oh, you can even it up. Yeah, I can. I can we can. We can end it. Right. Okay, okay, okay. This beautiful woman is in a, cl- is in a class of her own. Okay. Joining the band in 2000, she worked for a website when she gave her demo to the band while interviewing them. It was over. Uh, I can't even read that. Her <laughs> voice is mezzo soprano with a growl. She is hot sometimes and rough looking other times. All parts of the plan. Who is this? You're not talking death about metal dream. You're not talking about. I don't know the girl's name, but Arch Enemy. Ding ding. ding, ding, ding the radio. What's her you name? You got it. Her name's name? Angela Gasso. Oh, I did actually. And know dude, that. her Wikipedia page. Yeah? She looks hot as fucking. Dude, hell. I've seen times when she looks rough as my That's freaking what I was saying about balls. that hot and rough as shit. I don't want my apocalypse is here. Yeah, dude. All They're right. great stuff. Okay. I got last one last one and this this and I think you're gonna get this. I hope so. I think I'm already know. embarrassed. I'm already embarrassed. And and you're gonna get it with four words. Okay. Because this is this is actually a setup. Oh, oh great. For what I want to say about oh, great. it. Do you want a party? Well, that's forty five grave, obviously. What's her name? I don't I have no idea what her name is. Diana. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Dying of cancer. Yes, ding, ding, yes, ding, yes, ding. yes, yes, yes. Happy B-Day, Dinah Cancer. Yeah, that's right. In fact, yes, it's, that This helps. week is her birthday. She's 803 years old and still has a sweet rack of titties. I'll tell you what. I would still pee in her butt at 803 yeah, years old. So you evened it up. There was no win, no oh, lose, man, but that was uh, even. I, I still feel a little bit embarrassed. I wish you would have chosen Natalie Merchant, but she's not really that rocky. That I mean, that song, that's oh. that's an iconic song written by that is, Patty I did, Smith. Know, and, and I didn't know, because I didn't know Patty Smith wrote that. So there you go. I learned something today. But, dude, happy birthday, Dana Cancer. If you ever oh listen to this, I, I love you. you could, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope she doesn't. I, 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 I said I, I'd pee in her butt. I put that, well. Which, dude, which she might take offense her? to. No. Dude, she'd let you pee in her butt. <laughs> for a bag of heroin. Oh, ooh! I just happen to have a bag of heroin. Like in I the said, car. she's eight hundred and three. You know, years. I, old, I like the Cougars. Like I said, she okay. has a sweet rack of tits. Really? Yeah, really? she's still for as old as she is. She's still looking pretty good, even though she's like got that heroin look to her. Like, <laughs> well, sometimes that's sexy because. <laughs> Well, sometimes you like a woman who's not going to fight back. Sometimes, no, sometimes a coffin just sounds so good, doesn't it? <laughs> Where you're just like, oh, you cross your arms, you lay down there, you go to sleep, sleep forever. You know what's Jim, so funny is I knew Jim Jones said that. He said, lay down, sleep forever. <laughs> oh, it's it's just, yeah, okay. It's like after a long day of work, I'm like, where are you, Jim Jones? That You need it. You need Where are you, Jim Jones? He dead. 
Yeah. He did, I think. I have no idea. That's all I've got. All right, so here we're going to go uh, play a uh, trailer for the movie we're going to be talking about, which is The Guardian from 1990. Enjoy. We'll be back soon to talk about it. Yeah. Quick breath. Come in here. Just breathe. Just breathe. Okay. Okay. It's a boy. He looks great. Honey. So pretty. Well, I'd look at some employment agencies. I thought I'd try this one in Santa Monica. Guardian Angel? I work uh, Mrs. Pones, uh, Herman Oaks. See, I've only looked after one baby, and you know, it's not the kind of thing that I want to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> These references? Oh, yes. I like her. Hi. Come in, Miss And we are going to be talking about The Guardian from the year 1990. Okay. Yeah. You ready for this, Shane? You ready for this? I'm pretty close to ready, yeah. All right. Well, good. Well, why don't you... I'm going to go ahead and drop some knowledge on these folks. And then... uh, Actually, it's not really knowledge. It's it's trivia. It's trivial facts about this movie. Drop the bomb. Yeah, we'll just do that real quick. Why don't we? Uh, This came out, like I said, 1990. IMDb gave it a 5.1. It was directed by... Um, a, a person who uh, directed a movie called The French Connection, mm-hmm. a little movie called The Exorcist. Yes. But he's probably best known for his directorial masterpiece in Blue Chips starring Shaquille O'Neal and Nick Nolte. Of course. His name is William Friedkin. Yes. Directed this movie. Did you notice, I mean, just before you get into it, okay. did you notice like the way that whole soundtrack started and even the font Okay. That they were using uh-huh. black screen with the white font. Right, like, I was yeah. like, this is exorcist. This oh, no, is the way the exorcist think, I didn't even notice up. that. I didn't, I didn't even it. was like creepy. That. And I was like, I was like, huh? 
You know what's so funny is I did not know that William Freakin directed freaking Blue Chips with Shaquille O'Neal in it. I know, dude. dude. That, you know, that's probably the shock moment of this episode for me. Because yeah. Because I'm watching this and I'm going through his filmography. I'm like, yeah, I knew he did The French Connection and obviously The Exorcist. But freaking Blue Chips with Shaquille O'Neal and Nick Nolte? Are you kidding me? That's that's one of those doing it for the coin. Maybe. I have no idea. Uh, I've never seen it, so I guess I can't really talk about it. Anyway, uh, this movie is written by, well, it's actually based on a novel called The Nanny by a guy named Dan Greenberg. Uh, but William Friedkin and a person named Stephen Volk worked on the screenplay. It starred Jenny Seagrove as Camilla, uh, Dwyer Brown as Phil Sterling, Carrie Lowell as Kate Sterling. Now, let me ask you something. You ever seen a movie called License to Kill? Bond? Oh. She was a Bond girl in License to Kill, and she was hot as Is that she Roger did. Moore shit? Yes. I didn't watch any what? of Roger Moore. You know what I liked about Roger Moore? He what? looked just like my dad. I like, liked Sean Connery. I did, too. I did, too. I, I didn't watch anything after Sean Connery. Wow, really? Yeah, I never got into him. Octopussy. Some I, of my favorite. Bit some of, that, of my favorite but... movies was Roger Moore, man. Uh, no, 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 that wasn't Roger. Cannonball Moore. Run. No, that wasn't Roger Moore. That was uh, the guy after. I can't remember his name, but he looked the guy who was in that looked just like my dad, which is really weird to me. Like my dad in those days, right? Yeah. So, well, yeah. Whatever. That's how. That's where I got all my looks from. Oh, you know? I was well, sure, you, dude. You, yeah, you look like a uh, older, uh, yeah, more uh, mature uh, uh, Roger yeah. Moore. Thanks of course, think, no, it's not Roger Moore. It's or, uh, uh, it's this other guy, who, Johnny Johansson. He did the one movie. No, that was uh, that was a different guy. One guy. This guy did like three movies, and I can't remember his name. But he did the Living Daylights. I, actually, I don't know why I'm even talking because I, uh, I don't have a clue. So um, anyway, it starred Brad Hall as Ned Runcie. Um, one fun fact about Ned Runcie, like the architect that was in this, do you know who he's married to? Who? Elaine from Seinfeld. No shit. Yeah, how Still about that? married to I her? I think so, as far as I know. That's great. Um, anyway, so let's move along. We're going to go ahead and, uh, you know what, for Gracie's poppy, so he can quit crying, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, listen, we're going to drop some spoilers, okay? This yeah. is a spoiler filled because it's 20 years old or some shit. Yeah. Okay. And just well, 1990. Yeah. So yeah. That's Do your mathematicalations. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, okay. The opening, like, like, like you were saying, the opening, they had some opening title cards. It explained how druids worship trees, sometimes offering them human sacrifices. While most of these trees were thought to have good spirits, some were connected with evil. evil. Um, opening scene, we see a female babysitter. After the parents have left, you know, they're, hey, the babysitting, we can go out and partay. Um, basically, they, they leave a baby in this woman's care. But guess what? She takes this baby into a wooded area. She's dressed in a robe and a mask covering her face. Uh, she holds up the baby to this long, uh, tall, thick, twisting tree, and the baby disappears. Yeah. But the baby's face becomes part of the tree as if the tree itself absorbed it. It's essence, yes. It's essence. By the way, have you ever seen the cartoon Pocahontas? I think that uh, that's the same tree, the mother willow or whatever. I've never seen. Pocahontas. Sorry, I have. I, I, that, I wouldn't I, that. I mean, it's like a Disney movie. Wouldn't it have leaves on it or something? Maybe it wasn't as creepy as this, but I think that that old that bitch of a tree would start uh, sucking babies' essences after a while. Sure. Because I mean, it's just only a it's just only a matter of time before old ladies get bitter. But what are you gonna do? Anyways, of course, the parents are devastated, but uh, the nanny was never brought to justice. Yeah. So, after that, the film takes a mood shift. Uh, we're introduced to Phil and Kate Sterling. Uh, they moved to L.A. because Phil landed a sweet advertising job, 
And as if moving from Chicago to L.A. and having a new house and starting a new job wasn't enough stress, his wife Kate tells Phil that she is Pareggers. Yep. Mm. Prague. And by the way, they, you know, we, we talk about this. There's a, I mean, as we get into it, we, there's a baby in this and there's it's a, like, oh, there's I a like, lot of baby crying scenes. Yeah. Which is weird. A lot of naked baby or baby in diaper. And by no, the, there's no cute little outfits. And by, <laughs> hey, we got him in a little Chucky outfit or which, a little fucking sailor outfit or anything. It's always naked baby or <laughs> baby in diaper. Oh my goodness. Uh, we get some scenes as time's passing about how they're adjusting to the newness, you know, and then they have the baby. Maybe, of course, it's time to find a nanny. They're going through the interview process. They have some funny scenes with some weird nannies, but they sign on a girl named Arlene Russell, who's going to night school for PE. You know, she apparently yeah. has a physical education yeah. lady. Uh, but the night she, uh, the day she's supposed to start, she has a terrible biking accident, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Which it's like. Yeah, when she goes shooting <laughs> yeah. over, it's like. Oh, she hits a pothole, and man, does she go flying over. It's great. But they go with her second choice, which is Camilla. Um, and, uh, Camilla is a hot British woman, you know, around maybe her thirties, you know, late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. She seems to know a ton about infants. She seems perfect for the job. Um, and when I say perfect, I mean that she bathes naked with, uh, you know, well, of course she bathes naked, right? I mean, that's, Does she bathes naked? that's kind of what yeah. people do. She has, the, she has the baby, but she doesn't mind when Phil comes in to check on the baby. Which was... It was kind of weird when she was in the tub with the baby. Yeah, it's weird, but I'm glad I got to see her boobies. Well, yeah. I mean... But it was just kind of weird. It's like, I, if you're my the nanny, you're in the tub naked with the naked baby. Uh, you know, And it's I mean, like three in the morning, and you wake up, you're like, oh, he woke up in the middle of the time. I, I, was I mean, I'm half horny, but half kind of going... No, she wasn't. This was totally innocent. Well, it was sure it was innocent, but Until I'm Phil saying walked in and if it's like the, Phil was horny the guy, as shit. the guy walks in and and he see he's like, holy shit, she's naked, but yeah. she's got the naked baby in the tub with her. Yeah. I was kind of like, man, if I'm that dad, I'm half horny and half, and half yeah. going, what are you doing? No, you're baby no, I, I totally agree with you on that. That's one. what I'm saying. But anyway, the the bottom line is Camilla fits in perfectly, and life is wonderful. But things turn sour. Maybe it's the stress. Maybe it's the long hours. Or maybe it's the druidic nanny that they led into their house. But Phil starts having weird nightmares that seem like premonitions. Yeah. Uh, life seems to be going along until one day Camilla is taking the baby for a walk into the forest and she gets accosted by three drunken dudes. This Crosby, part, Stills, and Nash. My fa- that's exactly what I have written. Yeah. Crosby, Stills, and Nash, dude. And not not I don't I, I think it's Stephen. Who, who's who's the guy? Who's the uh, the guy with the long hair and the tubby guy? He's Crosby. He was wearing a Canadian tuxedo in all of its glory. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Well, the problem is, is they start to take advantage. They start to try to take advantage of of this young lady and, and her baby. But the problem is, is she's around a big knotted tree. Yeah, and all hell breaks loose, man. You don't f with a druid around her tree because then branches start swinging. You're getting decapitated. Blood. Yeah, flying that was up. that was great. There's the roots coming up from under the ground and stabbing you. Crosby right the didn't gut. even see it coming, did he? No, that was he didn't even see it. It's like that was his head. That was so good, dude. And, you know, and this was just a, a fun scene, basically. So we know something's going on, man. Yeah, there's, there's some shit up. going on. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so 
you know, whatever. Things are going great. Heads are flying off. You know, she, you know, gets hurt and, and whatever. The film progresses. There are things that happen to make people start to, to be suspicious of Camilla. Um, you know, neighbor, there's one neighbor, the guy who's married to Elaine, follows her and sees her having naked nature time by a huge tree. Um, you know, and he gets attacked by wolves, and that sucks for him because they follow him back to his house and they eat his shit. Well, not like literally, but they yeah. eat his neck and stuff. Um, anyways, it turns out, and this is the spoiler part, that Camilla is indeed up to no good. Uh, basically, she wants to feed the baby to the tree. This is the woman from the, you know, that we saw in the beginning scene. And, you know, there, there's all sorts of stuff that goes on, but I don't want to get too pedantic in uh, describing the movie. Right. But in essence, there's a, you know, uh, a great, wonderful druidic tree final battle scene in there. Well, it says it all right there in the beginning that, hey, there's guardians of the trees <laughs> right. and the druids say that there's good trees and there's bad trees. And of course, they're not going to make a movie about the good tree. Well, that'd be boring. So they make the movie about the bad tree and this nanny that is, you know, stealing the children away to feed to the tree <laughs> right. or, or soak into the tree or whatever the hell it is. Uh, there's your movie. Oh, so, so what do you think about the movie? Before we get too deep into it, what did you, Shane Diablo, think about this movie? What were some of your first impressions? I saw this movie. I remembered watching yeah, this movie. I've seen it too before. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's all right. Sure. You know, but that was pretty much it. Here, here's the thing. I, I'm kind of with it's you. It's a letdown, honestly. I, the, here's the thing. In my opinion, there were, there was, you know, I mean, the story's great. I mean, this is a fairly unique story. There's a druidic woman, uh, who has, you know, this, this, this need to feed this tree babies. Okay. In my opinion, it would have been really cool to get more into the mythos of the druids to, yeah. to figure out exactly why, um, to figure, to, you know, just to, just to kind of see maybe a little bit, make it a little more ceremonial, maybe. Yeah. Um, whatever. And, you know, and they didn't really go into that. All we knew was here was this druid lady who fed babies to trees and that, and that's it. You know, it, I, listen, I, I understand that there are a lot of people like things that are mysterious and stuff like that. But in this movie, I mean, it would have been, I, I, it was fairly mediocre, but with that kind of backstory, I think I love things. I love movies about, um, you know, uh, traditions and histories that are different that, you know, maybe, uh, um, you know, even a little bit, you know, scary and, you know, sinister sure. you know, type of stuff. And obviously this is what it was going for. Um, you know, it, they just didn't really get into that. I mean, there was a lot of, uh, you know, there were some, well, there were some good scenes of gore. I mean, we had like the tree scene and there were a couple yeah. others, but man, they just, they did not really get to it. There was a lot of in the house. She's yes. holding the baby. She's making breakfast. There's a lot of just wandering around, you know, da, 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 dinner parties and shit. But there was no, you know, it, it, it was kind. Of, it was almost an afterthought when, like, uh, the, I, I when, totally when the the dad says, "All right, you're putting the baby down," and she goes, "Yeah," and he leaves and walks off, and then she's right. going. It's only three days until you will, you know, feast on the right. blood of the tree or whatever. I would have, it's like, I would have loved to know more about the traditions and know more about exactly what she was doing. And, you know, I mean, they went into a little bit, oh, you know, they have to be X amount of age because then, you know, they don't need this certain kind of breast milk and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. How about the mom going, oh, I stopped breastfeeding because it's too watery. Right. Exactly. It's like, really? It's, 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 <laughs> 
It's too watery. I what, what does that I mean? I don't know. I'm not a breast. Are you on expert. water pills or I, I don't understand? But she's like, oh, you know. And then the nanny's gone. Uh, have you got him back on the breast yet? <laughs> that was a it's beautiful like, accent you used right there. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, too watery. Who did you taste it for yourself? Or I, you know, I, I, Listen, how do you know? I'm going to talk about some of the good things of this movie. Okay. We mentioned the 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 good the, the, you know there was some good gore and there were some funny gags when it happened. There was also some gorgeous visuals. Um, anything with that big tree, especially if it was going on at night. Um, there was a couple of scenes when Camilla you know heals herself. You know she gets hurt with the uh, with Crosby, Stills and Nash. They hurt her. She right. goes back and heals herself with the you know with the healing powers of nature. Yeah, she's you know, and, she's uh, what do they call that? Hermetic. Whatever she, uh, homeopathic. She, homeopathic. Sure. She she laid down on the tree naked. Yeah. And she was just like, Oh, cleanse me and turn me get me whole again. You know, and there were and there were a couple of scenes where she was where she was walking down a wooded path with um a, a backlit when she was wearing like this like white robe or something and it was flowing. They it always wear really the creepy flowing white but i'm totally naked yeah and i'm walking away but you can see my figure through the white flowing and and i think that there were some scenes in this that were gorgeous man oh yeah you're watching that and 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 it's funny because i hadn't seen this in years but those are the only things i remember about this movie about how you know and there was also some other good things like it towards the end she starts to kind of take on traits of a tree or of something in nature yeah, and, and yeah. stuff like that and as she's running through the house and she's you know trying to go after the baby and there's this whole chase scene and stuff there were some really cool shots you know i mean and it looked really good the problem is is those were too few and far between i think yeah let me one of my favorite parts where i said the al pacino is not a good actor oh sure nobody is a good actor until you have done the, I'm on a phone right. and they're going rolling. You're doing the 911 call. Right. That was Ned Runcy. If, if, if you cannot pull off that scene right. and make it believable uh-huh. because it's just the actor on his own. Right. It's, there's not someone going, Oh my God, who's got it? What's your name? Exactly. You know? uh-huh. So you got to do that. Huh? What? <laughs> No, just listen to me. There's coyotes outside my house. They're going to kill me. That is the measure of an actor. Right. So anyone that can do a scene where they're on the phone and you go, oh, my God, they sure. are actually talking to another human being uh-huh. on the other side is a master actor. What about? Because you've seen movies where it's sure. like, oh, that's not real. Oh, oh dude. That's absolutely. not real. But that guy, he, that was his, that's where they said, dude. This is your moment. Right. He's Nerd a- ass, David Letterman looking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Listen to who's me. He's married to Elaine, who's being attacked by wolves, but if he there calls was, them coyotes. If there was ever a moment in your life where you can shine as a star and act, it's sure. being bloody, picking up the 911, right. and calling. Because he sold me on that. I said, <laughs> he's actually talking to someone going, uh, I don't give a shit about the uh uh call right now what's your last name right can you spell that right it's r-e-h what does that matter <laughs> have you ever no. called 911 uh and had no. someone go how do you spell that i don't know that i've ever called 911 man 
But yeah, okay. Well, got, well. First off, good job. Okay, and great, yeah. thank you know. But yeah, sure. He called nine one one. They're going. What's your emergency? Where are you at? What's oh, going? then I'll go. I have called nine one one. You're right. And how yeah. do you spell your last name, sir? <laughs> sure. Okay. No, they don't want to know that. They okay. want to know this guy is on fire out in my you know front right, yard. Right. Right. You know, okay, great. So that I mean, was, so there was some good moment. acting. What you're saying is there's some good acting. Yeah. And listen, I, I mean, the thing, I guess my main issue with this movie was it had a lot of great ideas. It, it didn't capitalize on them, man. Sure. I and see. That. So, I mean, the Druid angle was great. I wish we got, you know, we, we learned more of what's going on. The gore in it, that, I mean, that like the kills and stuff like that was really cool. But they didn't really capitalize on that either. I mean, it's like, yeah, we had a couple scenes where whatever. Not enough. And then there were some tense spots and, and, and some gorgeous looking set pieces and whatever. And those, again, were too few and far between. That's my biggest problem with this movie. I think it was fine. I think that if they would have included more intrigue, some more, you know, stuff like that. Sure. Or, or just made the movie shorter for hell's sake. Yeah, dude. I, I would, I would totally agree. I would say you could have cut 20 minutes out of that. Absolutely. And the thing is, is it's, it, there's even at one point where you think the movie's over and then you're like, Oh, we're all safe. Oh no. Oh shit. No. We still have, you know, 20 minutes left to go or, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes left to go. That detective going. You mean the carvings? Exactly. Like he knows the tree. Exactly. Oh, you mean the, the, the tree with the baby face carvings in it? Uh, there's bark on that, you idiot. Dete- <laughs> you're a detective. God well, damn and, moron. and the thing is, is I wish that they would have just kind of gone straight to it. It seems like they tacked on an extra. Listen, I yeah. wish that they didn't have that fake first ending and went directly just into the final battle where the guy comes out with the chainsaw and he's looking like Ash, you know, and he's got blood all over him. I'm giving you a Darian right now because oh, I yeah. was going to say, what did that whole bit remind you of? Uh, Walking through the woods y- yep. to the tree. Well, he had a blue shirt that was yeah. kind of open. He went in, he started cutting the tree. The tree's bleeding all over him. He looks yeah. just like Ash in that, which was really cool. Again, that was another scene. It's funny because, because Camilla was back at the house. And as they were cutting that up, you know, she was starting. You could you could see her. You know, the the effects that were or the 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 injuries that were happening to the tree were happening to her as right. well because they right. have some kind of weird connection. It would have been great to know more about that connection, but whatever. They didn't bother telling us. But yeah. the thing is, is it's like those scenes were pretty cool. You know, they yeah. just I just wish that they would have had that they would have made it less about crying babies. Let's get up at three a.m. And go, you know, oh, it's your turn. Oh, you slept through my last turn, blah, blah, blah. It's yeah, like, I don't, yeah. I've lived that, man. I don't need to watch a movie about it. There was a lot of that. Too. I'll, and I'll there tell was you what. a lot of just random dinner party. Where did you meet her? Yeah, she's perfect. Oh, God. You know, there was, a, you know, just so much shit in there that was like, get to the good stuff. Get I, to where she's nuts. I mean, and I, and I hate to be so insulting because the movie, the movie was produced. It looks great. The cinematography was good. Um, I, it just did not, it just became a chore kind of to finish and watch. And, you know, and, and it's such a bummer because I remember this movie being really scary and great. Yeah, but prob- it's, probably. It's I, I, I kind of do that too. I kind of remember it being like, oh shit. But that was probably before half the, there's an intruder nanny in your house right. movies since sure, then. Sure. That you're like, oh, they did that better or what, or whatever. Sure. You know? I've got one question for you. Well, let's hear it. Hot nanny. Yeah. She's in the house. Yes. Do you think to yourself, 
I want to have sex with her. She uh, is you hot. Think she lives in the house. You think that in your head? Sure, why not? Would you? No, freak At out. some point. Well, here's the thing, too. Here, you didn't. He didn't have to because she sent him erotic dreams because part of being apparently part of being a druidic princess or whatever she was is yeah. being able to glamour folks when they're asleep and suck have, it by him yeah to, to basically sleep. have dirty which would be fine with me that'd be great i'd, I'd wake up and i'd be like oh man that was really but dirty if you house. had a nanny a sweet hot nanny mm-hmm. in your house mm-hmm. first off if she even made that cut where you sat down with the wife and went okay you're gonna move in <laughs> and you're going to make us dinner and do our laundry and right. do everything. Uh-huh. And and she was hot as shit. No way, dude. You wouldn't sleep with her. No, I'll tell you why. Or would you would you think about it all the time? I might think about it, especially if I walked in on her naked in the tub. Yeah. I mean, that's hard not to. But the thing is, is let's put it this way. Any- you know the headache that you would have? You know, after you sleep, you know, you sleep with her. You, that was the best nut- wife to have because she didn't seem to give a shit no. or she was gone or. Well, yeah, she didn't she play like, a huge role. I was going to say when at the very end of that movie, when he's going, get the hell out of my house, you right. freako weirdo. Uh-huh. If I was her, I'm holding the baby. I would have looked right over at that wife and said. I had sex with him, or I would have brought up, even though, you know, she's already a devil lady. Right. Oh, so true, I would have yeah. said, you're just doing this because we had you know, sex. By the way, and by the way, you, cha- you are being very ignorant right now. Just because somebody believes ignorant. in the Druidic fra- uh, faith no. does not mean that they are a devil woman. No, I'm saying <laughs> if she came in, she's oh, dude, it, and she's like, because the ma- the wife well, is on her side going, what the hell are you doing? Let, let's put case? it this way. She, she did what it took to feed that tree, that baby. I see where you're coming from. I would have said, you're just pissed. She's right there. You're just pissed because I boned you. Here's the baby. She. That chick would have changed her tune right away. You could be. Yeah, it could be true, but, I'll, but uh, that could. Yeah. Actually, I see that happening. Well, to Dave. Well, the thing is, too, is you got to so remember she was sweet a love. she was a classy British lady yeah. who who we, was we, more we, interested we in song more interested in killing that baby than yeah. she was about uh, creating a rift between and the they husband never, and wife. They never put those coyotes or anything into the mix either. Well, you know, there, it's like they, they showed of, up and it was like, oh, sure. okay, they're the guardians of the tree or or whatever that is but it's i don't know there was so many the, and there was holes a lot of, in the whole thing and that and i totally agree with you there was a lot of inconsistencies in this movie that you know you watch it and you're like okay well here's this guy who's you know who has to hurry back to his house but instead of hopping into his car and driving back he runs yeah you run it's all like, the way back it's like what and, then, and how convenient is it that, that tree is just like walking distance away yeah. That's that's a great point, dude. It, it's like she picked, you know, they I called. Can, I can let that go, though. They called the guardian age, angel a, agency or right, whatever. Uh-huh. And she had to have went, get the fuck out of here. It's right down the road. <laughs> the other the other people that I stole their baby from, I had to drive forever. I had, to, I had to put it in my bike's basket and ride 10 yeah. miles. Right. It's like, this is right sure. down the road. This is for us. <laughs> you know? Uh, dude, Absolutely. You know, and the thing is, I really, as I'm watching this, I really wanted to like it. And it looked good. And I actually think that, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the director whose name William is Freakin. William Freakin. I can't believe I spaced that. But I think that, uh, he actually, um, uh, Alan Smithied this. 
you know, so it's like, oh, you yeah. Know. Uh, I'm not. He didn't do I, it in I the would. cut we had, but the thing is, is he did do it apparently. And I just, and I, this is just a little bit of a something I got off of Wikipedia. Apparently, he just like for a for a cable cut of this movie, he took his name off of it and just said, you know, this is Alan Smithy, whatever. And yeah. you know, the thing is, is it bums me out because this is a, a movie I watched when I was a kid. And it's, it, you know, it's scary. It, well, there was tits. It was hot. And I remember it a lot differently than I, than, than I do as I watch it now. And this one was kind of boring. Only a few parts that were, you know, the, the gets yeah. the, the blood pumping. Um, you know, the, the tree scene where he kills Crosby, Stills and Nash and whatever. And, you know, and like I said, I mean, there was a couple of snapshots from this movie that are gorgeous. But other than that, man, I didn't, I just didn't care for it. I would say don't bother with this anymore. Yeah, you know, that's what I had written down is don't bother or if you are totally bored out of your mind, well, go uh, Well, here's the thing. Stream it or if it comes across. There, the there is a woman who bathes naked in the forest, okay? There's a scene, there's something to be in said Utah? about. No, no, no. In oh. this movie, she was bathing, you know, she was, she was healing herself. She was bathing yeah. in the one, the healing nature's waters. Yeah. She's doing that. And it's like, you know, there's something to be said about a movie that shows that. So you gotta, you, you know, for that. I'll part tell of you them. the creepiest part of the entire thing where I was like, where I was totally enveloped uh-huh. is the first literal three, not even three minutes uh-huh. of the movie when it's black screen. That music is playing before right. they change it to boom, boom, boom. Hi, we're upbeat. But when it starts in with that weird violin yeah. and, and it's the same font and everything in white as The Exorcist, and I was like, holy shit, this. And then oh, I went, oh, yeah, it is that movie I saw. Uh, I got oh. to admit, I'm a little bummed about this one. If I, I probably wouldn't have chosen it if, I, if I'd seen it since the first time I saw it because, I don't know, man. You know, it, it was okay. Yeah, it, it wasn't a. It didn't piss me off. It wasn't so bad that I couldn't stand it. It was just such a disappointment to me. I think is what it was, and that really bummed me out. They just could have took advantage of a lot more stuff. But it was 1990. What are you gonna do? Well, I'll tell you what. They could have 1990. There, that whole 80s slasher thing, the whole 80s horror movie thing went by. They knew what they needed to do, and they just did yeah. not do it. I, they didn't do it. I hear you. So there you go. That's really all I have to say. I don't want to continue to to, to badger on this movie. I just, you know, the thing is, is it, it, it's just disappointing on so many levels. There's a, the, the actors and the actresses were good. The chick was hot. There was druids, which I'm really interested in. I wish we would have got to know more. I wish they would have they would have played more of them. And she, you know, after that one, the first scene where she has the baby and she's right. in the veil. Right. She got rid of the whole veil. Yeah. Shit. All of a sudden, veil turns out for completely naked, and which I appreciate. That, but maybe weird. that was just to go. Okay. Well, you're not gonna know. Until they're interviewing this old lady, this old lady, this right. black girl, and then this beautiful girl. Right. Well, let's Who's put it this Who's going to be the one that's going to be the nanny? I'm not going to sit here and say, listen, maybe sometimes they need a veil to do their druidic rituals. Sometimes they no, do I'm it not completely that. naked. Like All, what I will say, though, is the fact that if that is the case, if for some babies you need a veil, if for in other babies you need to be naked, tell me why. Why not? Yeah. Tell me why. That'd be great. Well, it was just so they could sit down at the table and go, okay, old lady, no, old lady, no. Sure. Black girl, no. Hot, 
Sweetie Pie. Yes. It, yeah. It's it's for the it was it was for the the, the audience's benefit. Semantics. And there you go. And that and that's it. Like I said, even though after I said a minute ago that I don't want to continue to be negative about it, this really I continue to be negative about it. But whatever. <sighs> this brings up the question of the episode. Yes. Okay. And so here it is, people. And I didn't want to give this uh, to. I didn't want to say this before because it would have given a lot away about how we felt about the movie. But here's the question of the episode. What movie that you've seen has gorgeous scenes or awesome imagery, but really disappoints or just does not work out for you? You know, so there you go. This, I think this is a great, a great example of that. They just needed to do more. Yeah. But is there anything else you guys can think of that, it, that there were great parts, but it just ended up not being great? So yeah. there you go. That's, That's the question good. of the episode. That's good. Um, I listen. I'm going to go ahead and name and give you guys the bone phone uh, number, okay? Yes. Call us in with the question of the episode or any other stupid bullshit you want to call in with 206-339-2730. That is 206-339-2730. There you go. Or call us on the speak pipe. Go to corpsecollective.com. Call and you know what? Pipe. We're going to go voicemails at the beginning again. Yeah. I, 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 we I tried like it. it better. We tried it. We're going to continue with it for a while. Yeah. Like it or not. Whatever. You'll like it. You'll like it. Okay? You'll take it. You got anything else, man? I mean, because I'm, I'm no, exhausted, I'm tapped, man. This dude. is good. I mean, we're... I'm beat. We, we, we're on a marathon here, man. We're, we're doing Super Secret. We're doing yep, another episode one. 32. Man, it is time. It is time to relax, listen to some Y&T. Time to go sleep and kick some ass. Absolutely. All right, so for the Corpse Cast, we will see you guys later. See ya. How many people do I have to kill?